0: One word of Bone Thugs and Harmony in, okay. in the twenty thirty years that they've been out as a group, you but understood.
1: you know what? I miss
0: my uncle Charles, y'all. I barely. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Barely. All right, another day, Donna you first, everybody with Kristen, Shante, Carmel, Blake. Hey, how's everybody going today? Everything good? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I feel
2: like Shante and I had a very similar day. Just a rough day.
0: Well, you know, misery loves company,
2: you know, I'll tell you that. If it doesn't. I think <laughs> I think Shantae is she, I think we're very similar in the sense that we, we just like harmony and peace and no drama.
1: Right? Uh, also I'm empowered by the block.
0: <laughs> You're empowered by the block. What does that mean?
1: I I love to block people. Oh Yeah, that empowers me. I said, Oh, oh oh I'm the problem? Cool, block. <laughs>
3: Y'all do it
0: without me. Well, Good the, luck. The real question is. Good luck.
1: Do it without me. Y'all don't need me.
0: Why do you feel the need to even bother to block?
1: Because I don't. Because I don't want people pressing me to yeah. move at a certain speed when I can't press nobody else.
0: No, 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 no. Well, that sounds like you're looking for life to be fair.
1: Yes, I Man. would like life to be it's life not is fair. It's not fair. That's life number one. But fair. number two, But the block is the block evens the playing field. It is. <laughs> don't call me. You right. Don't call me. There. You always
0: have this tit for tat thing going on. Why can't we Absolutely not
1: always? Why would you say that? Well, that's just your personality. That is not my
0: personality. You cheat on me. I'm gonna. You cheat on me with one woman. I'm gonna cheat on you with five guys. They're all gonna be drug dealers.
1: When have I ever done that? I
0: don't know.
1: When have I ever done that?
0: I don't know. Just you know. Look.
1: All right. Maybe once I did that. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: Today I will accept myself. Oh, stop it! Just I don't want to hear am. that nonsense
2: today.
3: I will reaffirm that I'm a beautiful person. a new person year
2: too. It's unfortunate.
1: Just as, how many as years I ago am. now? Don sent me Today this. I
0: will accept myself. Yeah,
1: and I've listened to it probably just so many times.
0: I, sent her I used this. to
1: fall asleep listening to
0: this. I sent her this, and she had the nerve what did to, she do? to sit there and, and just, and I don't I can't even. can't remember
1: what I did, uh, what you, I said.
0: You were like, I, I, how dare you send me this? <laughs> Something along those lines. I said, I got a lot of great help out of it. I thought you might got, get a lot of great help out of it. There was no judgment about anything. It was just me spreading a piece of information. That I was like, oh, this is great. Something to meditate to, something to kind of absorb, you know.
1: So it would pop up in my uh, playlist on Shuffle, you know, ever all the time because I had it just kind of worked in. It's not bad. It's
5: a beautiful thing.
1: And at the very end, it's like... The beauty is the power to myself. No. Uh, <laughs> gah, 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 gah. It's the whole vibe at the end. See, I know. You thought I yeah, didn't listen to it. The soul of
0: healing affirmation is a great thing to meditate I to, to, so. to tune out, and to, you know, to help you stay centered. And so A is for acceptance. I, I will accept things that I cannot change, uh, but I will also not allow people to interrupt my spirit, my calmness, my mind. That's my a really cheat.
2: hard thing to do, though. Yeah. It That's take, not easy. It
0: takes practice because mm-hmm. you have to understand that People are going to be coming for you at all times. There are certain things you have to accept when dealing with other individuals mm. that they're never going to have your best interests, insight, care uh, on the top of eye. And so you have to accept that and work around it.
2: How do you do that if you're a very, I am ultra sensitive? You are. And that is very hard for you me are a because, because you could say something and not really mean it in a derogatory manner, but I will hold that grudge and think and say think that you're Satan because yeah. you've said something to hurt my feelings and that's hard when you're real sensitive um to be able to separate the two
0: yes so that's a very hard thing and this is where you have to become more secure within yourself and 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 not allow people to shift your mood one way or the other uh, w- one way meaning uh, you're a horrible person or one way meaning you're the greatest person on this earth you must ha- have the confidence inside of yourself to know that you are great just the way you are. You've made it through the many years of life, through all the struggles of life that you've had to deal with, through the different jobs, through death, through life, through birth, through you know, um, growing, and that you're you that you are you are okay just the way you are. And, and no matter how many other people come at you, you must ignore that and block it out. It's noise. Mm-hmm. It's extra noise, I and so don't allow it to affect you. It, it
1: would be great coming from you. And can I just have an honest moment? Yeah. Yes. It would be really great. And this is not a dig at you, Donna. Yeah. It would. I. I could take this coming from somebody who wasn't slightly inebriated all the time. Because I think it helps to mask and block out things. But if you are one hundred percent sober all the time, it makes it a lot more difficult. I think alcohol and weed and things like that help to cancel that noise yeah. that would bother you if you weren't
0: well i so
1: i, I can't really
0: i, I get you, you i know what i'm saying i'm, I'm not yeah yeah
1: I, i'm am so, sober so yeah
0: well i so <laughs> i i think when you when you say well, let's talk about my sobriety when in a sense i am not drinking to the pack to the point where um I am uh extremely drunk or no, right? uh, but it's or,
1: just enough to, uh, uh, it's just no no enough.
0: no, I'll tell you what's what helps me what helps me and it, it may be something that it might be able to help you, but it's this is a personal choice is not the alcohol per se um the alcohol does more to not not affect me in a sense of um being able to deal with the noise it just relaxes me
1: exactly no, no
0: no no no. but what, what, what but it doesn't but but i can still be relaxed and still get a lot of pressure coming my way and be like hey, ooh, hey you know what i'm saying like what what helps me is um what helps me is is my medication that i'm on it's in Balta. Mm.
1: there it is all right At so all, yes absolutely so, so
0: that really helps me um, and that's one of the biggest things that has helped me to not, because I would be all over the place mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Symbalta mm-hmm. Cymbalta helps center my mood yep. and makes things easier when listening to um, the soul of healing affirmations to deal with. Yep. And so I, I, medication might be a thing that some people need to look at to help give you the extra boost to deal with these things. Because I, things would affect me in such a way before I started really taking Cymbalta where, I was I would obsess over things, I yeah. couldn't get rid of things, right. things and things if somebody took a dig at me, mm-hmm. the dig was like a thousand times more hurtful. Yep. yep. You know what I'm saying? So so the, you know these are these are the things that you you know you have to figure so, out. To
1: someone who's not going to turn to drugs, I have to actually take those things in and I have to deal with life. Don't be upset with me when I you know when I'm dealing with them as well as I can as a, without the cymbalta without the cigarettes cuz let me tell you I've smoked cigarettes before. Yeah. Beautiful
0: thing. Oh god.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay? yeah. Okay. Uh, when sorry. I lived many 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 years ago I could I could definitely I could I only I only smoke for about a month because mm-hmm. you know I'm a singer so it just didn't work for me. Right. You know, but it, it, when I could step outside those theater doors and smoke that bally high Woo! that's what we were all smoking we were smoking Wait, cloves badly. at the time oh cloves yeah and you know cloves are a little bit more they're stronger than a normal yeah
0: cigarette. they affect my stomach boy
1: oh boy was I calm and I could walk back into the theater and deal with life but that is not my life I'm, I'm not I'm not walk waking up in the morning taking a shot to calm my nerves i'm not waking up having a cigarette i'm not drinking small doses of beer i'm not on any type of antidepressant no. i am 100 percent sober all the time and you life comes at you
0: well let's get you drunk and high and I that's can't. what we'll do first
1: <laughs> i
0: can't oh no no i i listen i i I 100% agree with you. I, I yeah. definitely, it, it is not, life is hard, number one. Number two, um, when you don't have any assist of medication or weed or whatever. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people smoke so much is because it's yeah. like they just need to get out of their head for a second. Yes, <laughs> yes. And relax. It
1: relaxes you. Yeah. Yes, I get it.
0: You know, um, so yeah, I, I can understand how trying to, you know, uh, do A's for acceptance and, and not, it's hard. It,
1: unless I have this. A for absinthe <laughs> first, <laughs> and then let's roll with the affirmations. W is for wine.
0: <laughs> I I listen. It's 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 hard though. It's or weed, whichever
1: yeah. your preference is on that W. I'm not you know? saying
0: it's easy. It's very hard, and to not allow people, especially people that are that you allow close to you, mm-hmm. to affect you in any way. But you have to work on, regardless of whether you're taking. You know, antidepressants or drinking or not, um, blocking the noise out, and it's a task, it is, it's a, it's a very hard task because you just, you just people, it's like you can come with your intentions, and your intentions can become for love, but then people are yeah. coming at you and like whatever they're dealing with, yeah. And we also got to be mindful that they might be having a bad day and it's just you know spewing out onto you, which is another reason why it's just like, okay, I see you're having an issue today, I just asked a question. Work to learn to not take things so personal.
2: Yeah, it that's a hard one though, especially when it they're the people that are closest to you that are hurting you the most, and that's what I find is, I'm I'm fine if it's somebody that's distant, but if it's like your own family or you know a really good friend, of course it it hits harder.
0: Well, maybe an exercise you can do is to take a beat for a second and say, let me view this through there eyes. Mhm. Let me view what they're asking of me or how they're coming at me through their eyes and let me sit in their skin for a quick second to see and ponder what is really going on. You know, because I know this person and I know that we have different interactions than the one we have now and the interactions we may have before are loving, are great, or you know, there's a lot of great aspects about the people. And so if you put them yourselves in their their their, their system, you you might start pondering what what are they going through right now? What are they feeling right now? What's what's going on to where they're not looking at me as a human being or the person that, that is coming at them in love and that they're coming at me with all this extra stuff? And maybe that might help you have some patience in the moment of, like, you might be going through something right now. Yeah,
2: but what if they're just straight out mentally ill? I think most people I know in my life are just psychotic psychos <laughs> that need a lot of help. Right. And I have to I, – I, I draw those types of people in my life, just psychotic psychos psychos okay
0: but listen if you know that about them yes understand that okay you're mentally ill right now
2: (laughs) right now (laughs) no you you are
0: experiencing a mental illness episode right now that is not allowing you to see me as a person Mm -hmm. i'm going to give you a little grace in this moment and i'm just going to remove myself from you for for, and we'll come back again yeah you know like you have to protect yourself of course at the same time too so but the, the key is protection not reaction to the energy because what happens is that this they're spewing negative energy at you and then automatically it goes inside of you and negative energy wants to come out of you and the key to staying centered is not allowing that energy to permeate inside of you so that you feel it. It's hard.
2: Oh, yeah. Because you know,
0: even myself with all my little tools and tricks and antidepressants, you can sit there and poke me in the eyeball a couple times right. and, and, I, and I might react. And I have to kind of remind myself or walk away or leave. My, my thing is I'll leave mm-hmm. and just disappear for a second because I don't want to be a person that um, is going to react to that.
1: So that's my version of block. That's why I just yes. block people. Block. because what people will do with me people in my family especially is when i ask for space they won't give it right yeah. right, right 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 and you have and to so demand then, it and so then i'm just like nope i'm taking my own space so i'm just gonna block everybody don't know i don't i don't even have to say don't call me and i don't, don't call I, and, me. and i
0: think that's good i think that's good um um i think that's very healthy to sit there and put yeah. that, that 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 boundary up of like you're not going to talk to me
3: yeah
0: any kind of way you're no. going to respect me if i come and ask you a question and you may perceive my tone as a certain way, but yeah. my intent is not to that. I'm just asking a question. So you know, it's it's. Listen, mm-hmm. when you when you have to deal with other people, it's hard. Yeah, very hard. I
2: t- and you know, the whole tone thing is the thing that gets me. I am very. um Facial, So you can see it on my face because I do know I make a lot of faces and I can't help it. That's just who I am. Very dramatic in that area. (laughs) So I make faces. And if I I make a face that maybe makes somebody feel uncomfortable, it might not be because I'm judging you. I might just be thinking and processing what you're thinking. But my tone is, uh, people that know me, you know my tone. It doesn't always necessarily mean that I'm digging at you or being derogatory. So I hate that, your tone, your tone. You've known me forever. Ever. my tone has always been the same it yeah. doesn't mean anything yeah. you know that's a- attacking you I, I, it just but also what's I, uh, my
1: tone in a text
2: right exactly uh, right, right. I just <laughs> said, oh, wait,
1: you what what do you mean
0: that's, i asked listen, a legitimate
1: question right, what do you right. mean What's
0: it, my tone listen, in listen you right. have, have to this. understand you, you texts are very hard to read because you're leaving it up to the person's perception to interpret what you're saying And they may be, you may be like, hey, I want to come by and uh, pick up that dish later. And then they may be like, reading it like, can I get my damn dish? Yeah. (laughs) There's, you know what, let me see if I can, um, I want to, let me see here. Let me see, let me see if I can. Girlfriend was, uh, we were online last night. She was showing me this text and and I'll try to read it. The text was a, a woman asking, um. does she have any open appointments? And she says, hey, do you have any open appointments? And the woman responded back, hello, I do not. Right? Mm-hmm. To which the the lady start, who sent the original text started going off. Well, F you, chick, and so-and-so, whatever. And what happened is she looked at the text, and it had to go back. She said, oh, hello, well, I'm sorry, I misread your text. I thought you said, hell no. I don't have no appointments. Instead <laughs> oh. of, hello. So the perception of how, well, how she's already on the defensive and her mind is trying to fill in the blanks and she just glanced at the text and saw the word hell. Yeah, And then she had to go back and look at it twice and say, instead of so says hello. Yeah. No, I do not. So, wow. you know what I'm saying? So this is, careful, when you yeah. send text messages, out, this, is why it's, it's a, this is why emojis are important to mm-hmm. use because at least with the emoji, you can, you can soften the text a little bit. Yeah. Um and 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 puts at least some visual context of the emotion behind mm-hmm. it whether it's funny or heart or out of love or whatever. It's listen it's it's work Dealing with people is work. Yes, it is. This is why I'm an introvert. I don't want to deal with any of you crazy people. Hmm. All right, um, this Skip Bayless thing and um right. and Shannon Sharp is getting. I, I don't. I, I I don't understand it. And and if anybody can help me understand this, please let me know. We're gonna get to it because I feel like this show's about to come to an end. And I've been feeling like this for about a month or so. If there's a there's a shift. And Shannon Sharpe's energy on that show to where he's getting more irritated at skipping. I don't know where, I can't pinpoint where it came from, or just maybe a combination of time. We're going to get to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where we turn red lights to green lights and keep it moving knew you stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Be heard. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, so um, there's a show on Fox Sports One with uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is uh, a retired football player who I, b- I believe has been to the Super Bowl multiple times. Um, he's Hall of Famer, he's a, he's a, he's a guy who knows sports. Um, and Skip Bayless, who is a commentator who has worked with Stephen A. Smith, um, he left Stephen A. Smith, went over to Fox Sports, got his own show, and it seemed to be doing extremely well. You know, um, he, there was an audience there for for both of them, um, and the show seemed to be two different perspectives, which I think that was great. But for some reason, this show has been uh, it has been sidetracked for a little bit. Um, and I, I and I don't know if this is if this is black people being super sensitive to when a white person speaks in a certain level of with a certain level of authority that makes us feel like the we're on a plantation and we're plant you know we're just a boy to do your job and I, and I think maybe some of that's coming off and I don't think Skip is that way unless he just doesn't realize it you know um, Skip may. May not look at him any different than Shannon Sharp looks at him, you know. You know, so like he may look at the evil extra footing, but then there's a there's an echo of white black interact uh, negative interactions throughout history that has still is still echoing throughout the, the the country, and it's in the back of our minds. And when you say certain things and you talk certain things, it brings up subconscious memories of like are you are you what are you what are you saying?
1: Black people are so transparent sometimes, and once we don 't mess with you no more, we don 't really mess with you no more we 're not we 're very different than white people. Well, white people will turn around and fake it if they don 't really <laughs> like you you won 't really know that they don 't really yeah. like you they 'll still come and smile and do. All the things you'll never know that they really don't like you but black we yeah. are so trained we wear our hearts on our yeah. sleeves and we're like, look we're I would look I don't mess with you we're I don't very... mess with you in front of this camera. I don't, <laughs> I don't mess, mess with you outside of this camera. I'm not putting up an act for
0: anybody. <laughs> so I've been noticing slowly so small changes in Shannon Sharp's behavior on the show and I'm not a regular viewer. I just casually watch and I've also noticed Shannon Sharp doing things outside of this show, which is his podcast which he's been which has been growing. Um, he's been, you know, he's in the business to where he can have conversations with notable, notable people. Deion Sanders, walk a Flock of Flame. He just had, you know, saying so. He's talked to a lot of high profile people, and he's good at what he does. I mean, you know, it's he's uh, he's 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 not necessarily my cup of tea, but I can see how he's good at what he does and how there's an audience. He has an audience for people who like him, but. Yeah there seems to be this disconnect between Shannon Sharp and Skip Bailey. And I don't know what what it is and where it came from. And, um, you know, Shannon Sharp didn't show up to work yesterday because Skip put out a tweet, which I didn't find at all unreasonable. I didn't find it racist. I didn't find it uh, heartless. I didn't find it. I, when I when I looked at that tweet, it was a, an a, a, an analytical look at what is going on on the field at this entire moment, and it's in its totality. Um, totality 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 I don't know I yeah it, I just made up a word okay right. so and it may be everybody was in their emotions because Demar is it Demar Demar pa- had passed out and they weren't thinking about the game where I think Skip is a He's a journalist or a personality, and he's thinking about everything. And so maybe more emotion towards the player who may have died on the field compared towards the analysis of what's really going on is what everybody was looking for. We're going to get to uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon start when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Courage Courage is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. Who's Jasmine Lewis? Anybody know that name? Mm-hmm. So, I got this. so I just ate 1,600 quality calories and lifted heavy so far this morning. Yeah. Wait till you see where this extra 10 pounds is going to land. Stay tuned. This is the before, the after is coming. It's bulking season. Is it bulking season? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That we-
1: You bulk in the winter and then shed lean for the summertime. Yeah, but she doesn't,
0: even, she doesn't look like she needs to bulk. Let's we'll see. I don't. I don't know who Jasmine Lewis is. Oh. She's a very nice, you know, nice frame there. Unless she just wants to be more. She does look thin a little bit, but.
1: But this is the time when you build. You build muscle. You know. You you carb load. You build up the muscle, and then you know you have an opportunity to shed the fat. During the, the spring, summer, summer. Uh,
0: Jasmine you, Lewis is an and director. You change your director.
1: whole, you change your whole uh, eating habits, and then you just lean out. But that muscle, if you're doing it right, will stay, and you'll stay like oh. brick house.
0: Yeah. Oh, you pump yourself up and then shed it back yeah. down, and then hopefully you hold on to that. Yeah, lifting weight is weird. You have to pump yourself up mm-hmm. and then shed. Mm-hmm. Pump yourself up, then shed. That's mm-hmm. the, the, and it's it's a weird equation of. How, how to get cut and lean. Yes,
1: but it's t- and it's two different diets.
0: Right. As well. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I love working out. <laughs>
0: all, right, all right, all right. So let's get back to this uh, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless thing. Uh, so this is uh, the, the, the headline here is Sh- uh, Shannon Sharp almost walks off undisputed after confronting Skip Bayless, showing lack of concern for DeMar Hamlin, which is not true. But I guess, you know, doesn't really matter what the truth is. Okay.
6: Want to share this
5: morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this in watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. As um, a brotherhood in the in- NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear. But I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something. And although I disagree with the tweet uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yet-
4: time out. Time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I
5: stand by oh. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. put- I mean, hear
0: Skip being just, you know, they're like, hey, you want to talk about this?
5: Let's talk about it. Let me- All right. Okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen.
0: Okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. Shannon Sharp is being a little baby right here. Like, you can't get
5: control of your emotions?
1: Yeah, because he didn't take us in Balta. (laughs)
5: <laughs> all right well maybe he needs to be on it I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back skip well, i thought skip just let me I, I I, I, I no, no, i was just gonna say skip i didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where damar hamlin was the issue we should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your t- uh, your tweet that's what i was gonna do but you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting okay I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody. Yeah.
0: There's, so there's tension going on yeah. behind the scenes that's spilling out over the air, and this seems to be have been broiling for a minute.
2: I was going to say this is not new. This is something. There's some a little bit of resentment in that relationship on somebody's end. You can tell this is something that just this specific situation brought whatever problems they had to surface. Hmm. They had. They've had been having problems.
5: Problem with no, that tweet? No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations. So clearly, somebody No, they did problem. not have nobody. Let's go, Jim.
0: <laughs> Skip is like
2: thoughts and prayers remain with DeMar Hamlin. That's the where the focus should have been. Has-
0: but that's where the focus was. I mean, okay, I, okay, y- okay. I- I'll give you that. But you want to, you want to, uh, you want to uh, uh, crucify Skip Bayless. On a, uh, on, a, on a stick for his analysis of what was wholly going on. Unless he knows Skip Bayless more intimately than we know it, and that he knows Skip Bayless only cares about the game. I, I, I don't know. I read the tweet, and I'm like, I read it in its totality. It probably should have been written a little bit better um, so that this wouldn't have happened.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think Skip That's the way he thinks. I'm looking at the totality of what everything is going on. This is bad for the game. This is bad for the player. This is like, I don't know where we go from here. This is bad all the way around. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I think that's what he was looking at it, you know, because it's like, how do we fix this in this game? But the game doesn't mean anything right now because I'm like, we got a player down. I was like, oh, my God. You know, and and I think it's just an analytical look at how he views everything. Yeah.
1: Is Skip a former athlete, NFL athlete as well? (laughs)
0: I don't think Skip Bayless is a former athlete.
1: Do you think that that has a lot to do with, you know, the respect level? It's like you have somebody on a show who offers their opinion on what things should be in sports and how they should play and what they should do and how players should be that have, never played the game, that have never been out there on that field, literally putting their lives on the line, because they are, those hits, some of those, guys, man, those hits those kids take.
0: Let's see, you so know? Skip. So
1: there could be a little bit of resentment in that way, it's like, F your opinion.
0: Skip went to, grew up in Oklahoma City, let's see, did he play football at a young age? No. He don't play any. He, yeah, I'm looking, he didn't play nothing. He went to, he worked for the Miami Herald, he to LA Times, uh, he did investigative stories for the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, what else did he do uh, he's Seattle's uh, Triple Crown a Dallas Morning News Dallas Herald the Wall Street Journal uh, he was voted Texas Sports Writer of the Year by the National Sportscaster and Sports Rights Association three times 1979, 84 and 86 I mean yes he didn't play the game but he's got accolades here
1: Would I you just... take would you take somebody's opinion on your job had they never done it?
7: There's a lot of coaches professionally who haven't played the game but are successful.
1: As coaches? As
7: coaches. But you could be around the game and still know the game.
0: Right. Like, he does he know what it feels like to get hit? No. Does he know what it feels like to be in the locker room and be under the direction of a coach? Maybe to a certain extent, because we all have bosses, but there's a different dynamic in that locker room, so wait, he may not know that. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait! You think there are coaches out there that never even played, as far as little league, high school, yeah. nothing? Yeah. Oh, I general like to...
7: managers, all them, owners, not
1: general managers. Well, but saying, but are they too. are they sitting on a show offering up their opinions? That's my point.
0: Well, I think they had they they get to be on show. I mean, did um did Belichick play anything?
7: I don't think he played at all. And he's one of the greatest coaches, coaches of all time.
1: Never played. What's his name?
7: Uh, was it Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. He was
0: a mm, uh, Patriots. Is, uh, yeah. Patriots uh, coach. I mean, he's got to be one of the greatest coaches. I mean, he's one of the reasons why Tom Brady's so great right now. Um, not to take anything away from Tom Brady. So you know, so Bayless has covered. He's been a journalist covering sports for a number of years. I think that gives him an authority to speak, but it doesn't give him. There is a piece to his career that he is missing, which is that locker room and not being in it.
1: Okay, lies. He was a multi-sport athlete at Wesleyan University in Middleton, Connecticut. He played center and tight end for a football team.
7: That's one individual,
1: and he was a captain of the lacrosse team during his senior individual. year, and also played squash. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, but
7: that's one individual.
1: But he was an athlete. Okay, so but that's he one individual. Well, name me another coach that's never hold played on, let me the game. Research. Let's do some hold research. On, hold on, hold on. Do, do, hold let's on, hold on. let's hold on. hear the research because I'm 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 guaranteed they have at some point played high school, played little league, played the game at some point. Eleven to come current.
0: To, all right, here we go. Eleven current NFL coaches have played in the NFL, but. Two current NFL head coaches have at least played in college. The two remaining coaches played in high school. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm reading the list. Uh, my list of playing career. There coaches in Miami. Cincinnati. There are a few interesting takeaways from there. Let me see here. NFL. This is what nobody's answering yeah, this. question. Let's watch
1: these men go down in flames right now. Yeah. Everything they don't um, know. Yeah. Andy, take this L.
0: Take the L.
1: <laughs> <laughs> take the L, Andy. Just see. take it. Y'all just take it.
0: No, I'm not taking that without any research. I will concede to your point if you are right.
2: You're I, right. I, I know you're, I'm right. You're absolutely right. And <laughs> sometimes men I'm... have a hard time okay, here we go. accepting that you're right.
0: Okay, here top ten college coaches.
2: I didn't say college, we're talking oh, NFL. Oh, hold
0: on, I'm just I'm okay. just I'm getting there. All top right. ten college football head coaches who never played. Bill Clark at UAB, Dennis Franchoni at Texas State. Charlie Weiss at Kansas, Bobby Hawk at UNLV, Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech, Sonny Dykes at Cal, George O'Leary at UCF, Mike Leach at Washington State, Hugh Freeze, Ole Miss, and David Cutluff Duke. Now let me go to the NFL. Hold on.
1: Never played at all or never played professional?
0: Uh, it just says never played.
1: I, no, I'm not saying never played Here we professional.
0: Go. Here we go. Chiefs Haley. This is from 2009, so I don't know if this coach is still playing.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, there may be one exception to this uh, rule, but the majority. That's what he said. We're not talking about the exception. We're talking about the majority of these coaches have played the game, and that's how they've come to a greater understanding and can coach.
0: Chief Haley, only NFL coach who never played. Ever and this, one. This is, a, this is a story from 2000. I don't know. I'm not. One. A, I am not a sports genius. Just
1: take the L, y'all. Just say you this, know what facts. Oh wait, Big hold facts, hold
0: Oh wait, how many NFL coaches never
7: played? Oh, here we go. So I'm gonna make this point. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you played or not, you could still know the game, though.
1: I didn't say. I, Yes. I'm I'm not saying saying that you can't know the game. There are a bunch of comments. I'm not saying that. I'm asking if Shannon Sharp has beef with this dude because he offers up his opinion about what coaches should be doing, what players should be doing. And he's looking over at a person who's never played the game. That's not it.
7: You know, to work work with an individual for six years, he obviously knows his background.
1: Not as a player, though. Not he, as a th- he knows it as an outsider looking in, and he yeah. will always only be an outsider looking in.
7: Shannon Sharp, he prob- Skip Bayless was probably in the locker room when Shannon Sharp was playing.
1: He knows it as an outsider looking in. He will never know it from the perspective of a player. Mm-hmm. And that is all he will ever be able to offer.
7: But it doesn't mean that his opinion isn't valued.
1: I don't know what Shannon Sharp feels about his opinion. I'm saying maybe Shannon Sharp he wouldn't feels— be on the show.
7: He wouldn't be on the show if his opinion a Shannon his Sharp
1: value. got Maybe to us. Skip maybe Bayless. it might be valid to us, but I'm talking about Shannon. And that's you hear what, what I'm, saying? I'm saying?
7: Skip Bayless gave him the platform to even speak his opinion as a player. As here a we go. Player. So
0: here it says, uh, Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer is joining a fairly short list of people who have become NFL head coaches without ever playing co- but either playing or coaching pro football.
1: Play- not Pro. Playing With the game play, at
0: all. Without ever playing or coaching pro, pro football.
1: Pro. I'm not talking about pro. He, did they play at a university level? Did they play in high school? At some point, they were players of the game. I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm gonna this, this is why I think your point is very valid I'm gonna put it in radio terms because you asked Donna a question I'm gonna put it in radio terms so you have a talk show you have a producer right and mm-hmm. then you have the talent mm-hmm. when so there are some producers who cross over into the talent world they did number one they didn't have to go through a, a lot of the, the dirty work that some of the talent had to go through with the program directors um, but also there are some producers that when they cross over into the talent world it's like wow this is what it's really about Mm -hmm. and sometimes can you really offer an opinion if you hadn't had 20 years of radio experience as an on-air talent you were behind (sighs) the scenes it's a whole different ball game yeah and I don't and that's how I would that that, that's exactly how I would see it you know like you know with Howard Stern like you love Howard Stern You know, some of the people that are behind the scenes, if they got, you know, Stern has been there forever. But let's say somebody he's had for five years and all of a sudden Stern gives him the chance. His experience and his knowledge is different than Stern. I've listened it to is. radio
1: my entire life,
2: yeah.
0: Don.
1: Do you think my opinion is valid?
2: That
0: your opinion is valid? My
1: opinion is valid if I came to tell you how to do your job. I've listened to radio my whole life. Obviously, I'm an expert. Um, I've been on multiple radio shows as a guest all over the country. I've been talent. I've been on television. So, is your ear, so is obviously it. I can tell you how to do your job. How to do your job.
2: Is she right or wrong? Uh yeah. You could. No, no. Oh, you're not gonna no listen way. to me.
1: At some point no, no, you're gonna no, no, look no, no, at me and go, Shantae, I have thirty no, years no, no, of experience no, 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 in no, this no, business. No. First
0: of all, first of all, let us let's, let's 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 get on this. There are no rules to anything. You get you get how you get where, where you get. All right. And how you get there. All right. So you could be sitting in this seat. I Now, would your longevity be as long as mine? Yes or no. But you could still sit in the seat and do the job at the same time, too. I'm not saying. Do and I'm not job. saying that you wouldn't excel at the job either.
1: I'm not. Don't change the uh, subject. No, I'm, no, I'm not saying whether I can job. do it. Right. I understand. Right.
0: Shannon Sharp has a different. Perspective. Perspective, yes. yes. And yes. Yes. Then skip Bayless. Yes. And I think that's you're absolutely right on because that. Because
1: he said at the beginning of his monologue, he said, Listen, I've seen this, this, and this. Even my own brother be paralyzed on the field. I've seen a lot of players get carted away, but they get carted away revived. He said, So for me that hit different. That was the very first thing he said in that monologue. He said for me it hit, hit he said it hit different to him because this is something that he's seen before, but he has never seen somebody have to be revived or their heart go out. That's something he had never seen. Mm-hmm. So that as a player of the game, having seen a whole lot, Wait. that hit different for him. Mm-hmm. That was his number one point that he made.
0: So in saying yes. that is what is what Skip did is was it heartless? I understand there's a different perspective here, but Skip saying, what he said within the tweet was basically, um, I don't know how we fix this. This is so late in the game, but none of that really even matters because there's a player down on the field, um, and everything else is irrelevant. Oh, wow. Saying something like that, I don't. I, I. I. To me, that's just his. I. I understand. There's a. There's an extra. Layer of depth that Skip Bayless doesn't have in regards to Shannon Sharp, and Shannon may be looking at this from an emotional standpoint, where Skip may be looking at it from an analytical, and I, that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. If that is the case, mm-hmm. let's talk about that, and mm-hmm. let's let's have that discussion on the air. Uh, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580.
5: A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.
0: Find a righteous rage and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, so yeah, so we're talking about the Shannon Sharp and um, Skip Bayless uh, feud. That's going not feud. It's I don't even know entanglement. I guess <laughs> I don't even know what you call it. You know, and and uh, do you think this relates? Do you think this is the end of it?
8: I, hope uh, not, I, hope I, I,
0: I, I mean, you know, I think this is a teachable moment for 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 Shannon Sharp to sit there and say, Skip, your tweet may have come across as insensitive. And let me tell you why we always miss
7: teachable moments in society. And I
0: really hate that because we're
7: so mad. Sandy. I just want to say after that. uh Back and forth that they had, mm-hmm. they continued on with the show. Oh, they oh did? good. Laughing That's good. and joking like nothing ever happened. Look, good. The reality is, these cats, they argue every, every day about yeah. sports.
1: Yeah. Mm. And they, they probably always yeah, have different. They know
7: opinions. each other, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Skip uh, interrupts Shannon all the time. Mm-hmm. Shannon interrupts Skip all the time. So, T is nothing. It's like brothers yeah. going at it. Do you That's think nice. the relationship is hard. The relationship is cool. Yeah. The relationship is fine. Skip Bayless is known for saying outlandish things. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why he's where he's at. Yeah. He's been hating on LeBron his whole career. Wow. You know, so a lot of stuff that Skip says, he does rile up people's emotions, and sometimes you know, you will get caught up in that. So
0: let me see. Somebody said they Ray Richardson is sending the full thing to my DM. Let me see. I think I saw the full the full tweet, but let me let me double check. Hold on. Yeah. Here we go.
1: Somebody in the uh, chat, Thomas, says perspective. Until someone has been truly hit, been laid out, it is just words. Yeah,
0: so this is – so, Ray, thank you. I I got it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no doubt the NFL is considered postponing the rest of the game. But how? This late in the season. A game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, dot, 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 which seems suddenly so irrelevant. That right there says, listen, this is – my analysis of like this is bad for the game, but oh my god, doesn't really matter because we got a man down on the field. Yeah. I, I think the wording of this should have been a little bit better, and it should have been more empathetic for the player on the field in the moment. Just knowing that a tweet can be perceived. In so many different ways and that you have to be conscious of that when you do put something out, no matter if you're speaking logically, people are receiving it emotionally. Yeah. And because they're going to receive it emotionally and the impact of the game, everybody's worried about this kid. It's just not going to come off right. And regardless of whether you're right, you can still be wrong mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I think that's where Skip Bayless finds himself. I hope this relationship is not, you know, um, Behind uh, reprehensibly damaged. I hope they can get along and get back to work. All right, more of this conversation. KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Everybody wants to talk to Tavis. That's one reason, by the way, why I'm so thrilled to have this conversation with you today. The three people I always
9: most hoped would interview me were Phil Donahue, Studs Turkle, and Tavis Smiley. Donahue's retired, Turkle's deceased, so this is a real thrill for me. And the reason why I have such respect for what you do is you have a historically informed conversation of depth
0: and detail. Be sure to tune in to Tavis Smiley, weekday mornings, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, on your unapologetically progressive radio station KBLA Talk 1580 KBLA Talk 1580
3: everybody yeah. rock your body yeah everybody yeah rock your body
0: Again, yeah, we're back. Hour two of the three hour drill ride. That kind of went by, said,
3: This is interesting. You know, we're
0: talking now. about uh, Damar Hamlin, who uh is uh, yeah, still in the hospital right now.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. the to resuscitate his heart on the field. Oh. Talking about Skip Shannon and uh, I'm sorry, Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp, they're having issues about it. Where he had take and a what do they call that when, when you when you can't come in an, an emotional day?
2: Oh, a mental health day. Mental health day. It's very important.
0: You know, um, and listen. Uh, one thing I've known about the NFL is that the NFL is heartless. Hmm. And why black people continue to play on that field? I don't. I mean, I, I understand. The first of all, no job is guaranteed. That's number one. Number two, you're making garbage unless you become a major star. You constantly got to compete to keep your job. And I and I get it. It's kind of like keeping the the freshest team possible on there and that's the way they do I understand that but you are damaging your body by I mean I listen I've never played major sports but you know me and the um, me and the fellows when, when I was a teenager we would go and play football at West LA College uh I think on Thanksgiving I think that was a tradition for a lot of people and I remember one time running into this guy and it felt like I was running into a brick wall I thought I was going to tackle him Tackled me.
3: <laughs> I mean, I,
0: have you ever ran, ran into a wall at full speed? It hurt. Um, what is, I'm not sure what show this is, but they're talking about Damar Hamlin's uh, situation. And they get into how much money he's been making. And the, and the real sad situation about this, and listen, the NFL is a billion-dollar thing, and that's why they don't let, too many people in. That's why they don't want too much controversy going on. That's why um, you know they don't they don't want anything to disrupt the money because they don't care about anything else. It's all about the money at the end of the day. So here's um, a group. Uh, this is this is Cleveland. So I'm not sure what kind of show this is.
6: the league was never considering continuing the game. I don't I'm, know I'm about gonna that. keep it real. We are we in that field. We in that field. I'm kind of hot right now too. I'm kind of hot. Because we do this every freaking time something happened on this field. Everybody want to pivot and act like they. I did heard people talking about. Oh, you know, just uh, the mental health of the players. And yeah, you could die. They don't even know they could die out here. We sit here and talk about this stuff every single time. Schedule remakes. How we gonna make it up? What the league feels about it? I, I don't give a damn what the league feels about it. Let's be keep it real. Why we don't talk about the stuff that matters? This young man, you want to know, you want to know how, how, what, just you need to know about him. He's 24 years old, right? He got a contract for 160 thousand dollars. That's his bonus, and he earns 825 thousand dollars this year. You say, G. Bush, why are you talking about this man's money? Because guess what? He's been in the league two years. That means he's not vested. That means if he never plays another down in his life, he don't get another check for the NFL. Let's be clear about this you got to play three to four years before you even sniff a pension. So all this heartwarming and prayers and condolences don't do nothing for that boy's mom that that got to go home, look at her son, and he might need extensive care for the rest of his life. And you know what the NFL will tell you? Well, you know, um, you know we'll, we'll look out for the people like him. No, you won't. No, you won't. Let, let's talk about the disability policy for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right? They moved it from $22,000 a month to $4,000 in the last collective bargaining agreement. Did you know that DNFL has a private board that reviews all aspects with their doctors and with, and with their neurologists and their specialists? They can deny benefits even if Social Security deems you to be permanently disabled. The league can come back and then say, you know, the, national go- the government is, a, you know, they're, they're experts. But let's take it over so we don't pay anything up. Mm. Only 15% get approved by Social Security. The league says that number should be lower. Get that. 15% of the people who apply for disability in this country, I know, I was a a disability expert. It's very low. I submitted over almost 250,000 applications in one year, one time. I know. Since the CTE settlement, only 6.5% of the settlement has been paid, according to the admin's website. I looked it up yesterday. Wow.
0: That's...
1: Mm-hmm. I told you. I told you.
6: And 60% of the claims have a qualifying diagnosis but have not been paid. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. They're also moving to pinching. And that pinching, he got to make it to 55. He's 24. And they've moved that between three thousand they moved it down to three thousand when it was fifty six hundred a month
0: so so oh, so the disability insurance is four grand the pension is fifty six hundred that's a good chunk of whatever he's making I mean because eight hundred twenty five thousand so he probably, he probably got a what was it, a million close to a million dollars signing bonus included you know chop four hundred thousand or five hundred thousand four hundred and fifty thousand for taxes, and then it leaves you with you know half a million. I mean, and I, maybe the, the, the agent is probably taking some money. So you probably got maybe a little under half a million dollars after taxes are done. And then right there, disability and pension is $7,000 a month. So that's hundred close to hundred grand right there just for that on top of whatever your life is. Yeah. So like, ooh, this is told uh, news.
6: Huge. And the last stat that you should know about is the Bills owner Terry Pagula, owns the Sabers as well as uh, as well as the Buffalo Bills, and his net worth is six point seven billion dollars. Mm. My question to you is: NFL, when you when when do salaries become guaranteed? If you know these young men are going out there and they could die on that football field, I don't give a damn what your thoughts and prayers are. Mm. Do the right thing. I just heard a say it seven times. This is a savage sport. Men are dying every week. And you covered that up during CTE, and now you want to act like you the top of the food chain because you got the CPR people on the field all the time. That's the least you should do. Ooh,
0: do I smell a government investigation mm. here? Yeah, maybe the government needs to look into the NFL uh, practices and policies mm. and procedures.
6: Hmm. You're not gonna pay that man's. You, you're not gonna pay that man's tuition for his kids. You're not gonna give him no disability money. You're gonna do nothing. All you do is collect them big checks and we go play fantasy footballs and I hear these dudes thoughts and prayers for a whole damn two hours. Y'all don't care about them kids. These young black kids is putting on the line. And you telling them what they put on the line ain't worth it because you know why? Because you don't want to pay for somebody that's broken and battered and can't take care of themselves because it costs you money. So it is all about money. And I heard nobody talking about no contracts. And he's sitting up here cashing these checks. We worship these owners. They do anything they want to. Anything. And as long as the product is good, we salute it. I'm pissed off today because ain't nobody talking about the real stuff. There's people out there, players are saying they just want to wait for us to die.
0: Yeah, cheaper, right? Wow. Mm
6: -hmm. I like the NFL just like the rest of y'all. But I'd be damned if I'm gonna sit up there and pat Roger the devil in the back for running this organization the way he does. Well he's
0: running it for the owners. He ain't running it for you. I think that's really what you have to look at it as. Absolutely. And as unfair as it is, this is a society that we live in, you do have an opportunity to not be in the league at the end of the day. And that's the hard piece to make. It's not we're not in a socialist country where they gotta take care of you. You make the decision. These are what the rules are. Can you deal with it or not? You can deal with it until you can't deal with it. You might get hurt. It is what it is. You're putting your life on the line. You also might become a very wealthy individual. And it's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fair, but life isn't fair. We're, we're a capitalist society. Their job is to keep the cost down and low. You know what I'm saying? Because if you keep, if you let everybody, if you pay for everything, everybody submit every kind of bill. There's is there
1: a football union of sorts there's that a, the players, there's a players belong union.
0: to? Yeah, there's a players, union, you know, and they have, they get that they get into collective bargaining agreements where they try to lower the cost and increase benefits for players, you know. Um, and if they don't do that, then the players go on strike, which hasn't happened in a number. Was it when's the last football strike? You know, it's been like 10, been like ten, twenty years, maybe. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah.
1: So surprisingly enough, this really parallels what us performers go through on Broadway. I think all performers. So we have company managers who. In, when you hear the word company management, you think they're here for the company, meaning the, the artists, the people who are there performing to take care of us. It took me probably 10 years to realize that. Isn't that for you? No, they're really. like human resources
0: is not for you. No,
1: company manager, the company manage, managers are there to make sure that the money's getting paid from the house, mm-hmm. going from house to house, especially if you're in a touring company, that that gets back to the producers. Wow. their management of the company they have a small the part of their job is to make sure that things run smoothly and the, that we're housed and we're you know getting to work on time and different things like that but they're not really there for us like our reps are our union mm-hmm. you know those are the people who are meant to look out for what's happening on our tours and those are the people that we go to but you think with a name like company management that they're uh Supposed to be representing, you know, making sure that our personal well-being
0: is taken care of and it is not, that is not their job. No, no. You, you are the performer who's yeah. contracted to do a job mm-hmm. and all the big money lies in the ex- intellectual property that you are basically um, displaying.
1: And same thing said to us. You don't have to be on Broadway. You don't have to be here. Really? They tell you that? Well, here's the bigger thing.
0: And the reason that they tell you that is because there's too much demand for people wanting to be performers. Mm -hmm. Yep, right. If the demand wasn't there, then the bargaining chips would be a little bit different. Yep, of course. But Absolutely. There's the, the demand from a very young age mm-hmm. is to make it to the NFL. So the demand, and you have how many schools and mm-hmm. high schools, and you got a plethora of kids to pull from. Yep. So the demand is going to be there for the NCAA, the, the NFL, NCAA, to where they can do whatever they want because they're never going to run out of kids to, to, to pull from. And it's just, you know, and, and there's only a small batch of owners. Yep. So it's, it's a very sad situation at the end of the day, you know, and you do have you've got to make that decision. What do you want to do? And it's sad that you have to make a decision of going on this field, putting your body on the line for all the glory for someone else to benefit with the hopes that the cards will fall in your direction and that you may be a wealthy individual without beating yourself up too much. I but
1: mean, the, those NFL players, though they're not realizing their power just like performers don't realize their power you could have every lighting person there you could have every scenic person there you could have every company manager stage manager there but if us as performers decide not to go on that stage who holds the power to those we hold the power we don't have to perform those NFL players if they stuck together right that's a key could change everything mm-hmm. overnight with every game they decide not to play. But there are clauses in our contracts, like no strike. Mm. We're legally in artist contracts for Broadway. We're legally not allowed to strike. Like I could call out. We could do like a low key coup, mm-hmm. and just nobody come to Everybody's work that sick, day. Everybody sick, sick that day. But we are legally not able to like strike and be like, oh, we're not going to show up to the theater.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I I the problem is is how do you get everybody to align themselves for the benefit of the player because so many people cuz so you're going to what you're going to do is you're going to run into people who are just se- trying to feed their
1: family. Just trying <laughs> to feed who selfishly are just yep. trying to feed their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's not their problem. They don't really care about it. Yep. Um and you know what I'm saying it's not dealing with me right now but for the greater good. Yeah. Let's see. Ray, uh, Ray, uh, Ray Richardson, who does sports for us here, uh, said he just want to offer a quick point on the Skip and Shannon uh, thing. One of the issues that often affects Shannon is that Fox was hoping he would become another Stephen A. Smith. Undisputed is a spinoff from First Take Yes, a highly popular show that Stephen A. Smith and Skip built at ESPN. Stephen A. played college basketball but was very skilled as a journalist long before becoming ESPN. Uh, so... So so Stephen does have a little bit of credibility to himself. Stephen A. and Skip were a perfect match because of the generation difference and their personalities, but both are outstanding journalists. They always clash on opinions, but there was genuine respect for each other. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Skip and Shannon are on that level, mainly because Skip doesn't see Shannon as a person with a media background.
8: <laughs> ah!
0: Skip doesn't see Shannon as a person with a media background. Skip and Shannon have made their show work in spite of that, but their honor attention really is not a good look for Fox. Or maybe... Right. Right. Maybe this is just maybe it is.
1: Wow! I mean, I
0: mean, I mean, Listen, when you when you in a locker room, not everybody gets along. That's there are fights. True. There are fights. True. You know what I'm saying? There is a camaraderie. I never really thought. I I, I can understand you not looking at Shannon Sharp as a um, not having non media personality background, but I would look over that because you've got on field perspective that I think is just as important as the media that background. that
1: goes both ways. It, it, look yeah. at that. Look at that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I I, I don't know. Is that right? Oh, no, somebody. Okay. Yeah. So, um, th- so yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It does. It, I don't like when they're fighting. I do like the banter back and forth, but I, I, I also hate when people miss opportunities to teach, and I think Shannon Sharp missed an opportunity to say, Skip, this is – I know what you were trying to say with your tweet, and I, and I get it. But this is what – this is the reason why you're catching so much flack. This is how, what you should have said, and this is why, you know, I had to kind of take a minute yesterday because this hits a certain um, uh, individual who has played the game a little bit more harder because we've experienced these things and we understand the emotion attached to it from being on the field, where it is it you're looking at it from binoculars, uh, sitting in the owner's box?
1: What skips? Why is Skip's ego so big that he can't just be like, No, well, that's not, I'm sorry that this came out the wrong way. Let me take this tweet down. I meant to say this." Well, why is his ego so big that he can't just
0: do that? And that's a, that's a fair question. I, I think, I think he sh- he probably should have took the tweet down, if. He saw the reaction, but I I think he is like, I didn't say anything bad.
1: It doesn't matter. It was misinterpreted. And if you're not really trying to offend people, why do you have to stick to your gun so hardcore that you can't just be like, yo, that's not what I meant. I meant that his life matters most. Let me rip this tweet down. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. that. Why is your ego so big?
0: That should have been, you know what? And that's, that's, that's something that Shannon should have schooled him on that. And that's something that Skip may not have. Realize, but it's hard to be in that mindset when you're getting attacked by the world or by Twitter or by by Mm -hmm. athletes, and you're like, "Whoa, wait, I didn't say anything." Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 a it's a skill that you have to kind of learn over time to say, "You know what? Let me fall on this sword right now because no matter what I say, it's falling on deaf ears." And let me give them what they need right now, which is love and comfort. And I'm sorry. And let me retract this. You know, yeah, yeah. And, 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 so it's, it's a Cause lot. because it's, cause it's but,
1: not about me. And it's at, not. it's and at that point. Skip should have been like, this is not about me. I don't even want to pull focus. This is what this is about. Yeah. This but don't is what you I
2: think it's also a matter of principle for some people? Some people, it's a matter of principle when it comes to their words and they're like, I didn't say anything wrong and I'm sticking by my guns, period. And if you don't like it, that's just too bad. Maybe that's for mm. another show. That's true. Maybe, that's true. Maybe
0: that's for another show of, you know, where you compile things that were misinterpreted, you know. Um, but maybe that's not the show. Maybe that's maybe that's not what they needed to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, it's you know, ego. we it, it is. It's ego. Yeah. You got you got a man who's up there in age, who's very uh, highly uh, revered in the jur- journalist world, who's good at what he does. And you're telling me I'm wrong. And when when he when he believes he didn't say anything wrong. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of sit there and say, I'm going to follow my story. It takes somebody who's very humble to sit there and say, mm, you know yeah. what? I hear you. All right, Jim, Sean, yeah. and Q, we're going to get to you guys when we come forward. It's Ooh, KBLA Talk 1580. A the station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, uh, let's go to Jim out in Los Angeles. What's up, Jim?
9: Hey, how are you all doing this afternoon? You know, hanging. Look, I just want to say, uh, you said uh, that these pro athletes could change it overnight if they stuck together and didn't perform, and that is a fact. Hmm. But they don't want to sacrifice, and they don't want to sacrifice for a future generation. Hmm. So that's why. It's it's so hard to get uh, a consensus with the athletes. You know, we've changed as a society. We have morphed into a society of enjoying the benefits of, of past sacrifices. And uh, Mike Tyson, he knew the, the art, the history of boxing. He knew, you know, he was special in that regard. Uh, too many of today's athletes aren't concerned with the history. So when they're being taken advantage of individually and collectively, but don't and won't stand up for themselves because of the sacrifice it would take, how far removed are we from, how, how far does that move us from Muhammad Ali who sacrificed his career Um I really called to say Kurt Flood is all I really need to say, because not only was this a black man who stood his ground against uh, being not allowed to be a free agent. Before we heard of free agents, there was Kurt Flood. Uh, a team owned you. You could, couldn't could go to another team. I remember no, that. No ending yeah. up there was no ending of contracts you were you were tied to this team forever kurt flood said no this is right he was a star baseball player and he sacrificed his career cuz they blacklisted him yeah they he went all the way to the but supreme he, court
0: and uh he and, got, and he made changes
9: he got he got he got uh, free agency made into law but the sac- the real sad part of it is the future athletes who got rich and today's athletes who are even richer than that, the the successful ones I'm talking about, no one reached back and gave Kurt Flood's family anything. Mm -hmm. Mm. He lost his career, and then he faded away into... uh, It was sad, his his demise. Didn't they make a movie about him? I I want to say
0: they made a movie about him, because I remember the story.
9: you know what? He... He is, he is actually, for modern athletes, and I'm not just talking about black mm-hmm. uh, or Hispanic, he is the Martin Luther King of sports for all these modern athletes because he sacrificed and got the Supreme Court thing, like you said, uh, rolling. Oh, my God, he moved to Spain cost, at the end of the day. Uh, wow. at, the cost, at the cost of his career, yeah. they, they blacklisted him. And, and he, so my, here, here's my point. Today's athletes who have benefited for a generation now since Kurt Sludd, he was back in the late 60s, uh, uh, and didn't reach back and don't honor him for the benefits that they're making today is just a a continued symptom of today's mindset. And it goes back to athletes won't stick together because they don't want to sacrifice like our pioneers did. Yeah. You have to sacrifice for future generations if you don't feel it's right for you right now. And the lack of doing that allows them to take advantage of us and there we are. Hey, that gentleman that called in and ran down what uh, these athletes get and, and uh, you know, he 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 ran down he he needs to write a book. That's no, he was book on a podcast and a movie waiting to-
1: that was a podcast we yeah, playing. That was a podcast was we Cleveland. were playing.
9: Yeah. With his passion and what he's highlighting, mm-hmm. and it is also true, that is the next big story waiting to be told. Absolutely. Especially after this young man's accident. Yeah,
0: maybe government but intervention yeah, I, needs to happen in, in order to spearhead this thing. Jim, I got to run, but thank you for the call. I appreciate we we, it.
9: we all need we we all need to think of Kurt Flood, and if you can do anything for his family, uh, that would be a, a good ticket.
0: Aww. All right, you got it. All right, uh, Sean and Q, we're going to get to you next. Is KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We
5: may be LA's
0: newest talk station, but when you're punching above your weight, it's not about whether you can throw a punch. Can you take a punch? No. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't black down. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. I get guys yelling so much. I don't know. I can deal with that. Um, us has got Q in Los Angeles. Q onan.
10: Uh brother. How you doing? Happy twenty twenty third to you, brother, and the ladies.
0: Yes, happy twenty
10: twenty three. Uh, yeah, brother. I will. Uh, I have twofold, uh, uh, maybe questions or commentary. First one, I have to disagree with you on your um, assessment that. Um, Shannon should not have walked away, but rather to edu- educate. Uh, skip, skip. Uh, how how you how do you educate an arrogant, know it all,
3: mm-hmm. who
10: doesn't have respect for other people than his own opinion? How do you ed- educate that? Well. You can't educate someone that. You know, secondly... On well, that maybe topic, maybe the education
0: wasn't just for him. It was for other people, too. I mean, you know, you, it's yeah. a teachable moment, but, you you know, it may be directed at Skip, but that doesn't mean that it's not solely just for him. You know, this could be a teachable moment to really get to understand... Because it took me a minute to really kind of understand why why everybody's all, all mad. But you see, uh, on the other... And uh, also,
10: you see, when you uh, when you work around a scavenge or a, a, a garbage... A, a, a while the garbage uh, begin to smell and you have to walk away from it so that's what uh, I think uh, Shannon did he need to walk away from that garbage oh, so that he can uh, cool. uh, breathe a fresh breath in. wow
2: mm-hmm. All right, I mean, that's listen. a great analogy uh, don't a, you think it's hilarious sometimes
0: you need to walk away from garbage that's, that's a t-shirt <laughs>
2: that's
0: a t-shirt my friend sometimes you need to walk away from garbage
10: Secondly, that. on the second, second phase of my commentary, the NFL, the charter, uh is written that it's a non-profit organization. In other words, every money that they made they spend it all. There's no, and that is lies. Was that you the know, so NFL that,
0: organization, or is that the actual? Because I mean, I don't know if the. The NFL organization that administers the NFL may I mean, be different. They, it may be different than the actual ownership of the actual clubs and how the business no, they, is. So the NFL so the, itself, I mean, they, the NFL itself may be a nonprofit, but yes, it's they, it, but it's pushing money back to the owners through the owners' corporations.
10: Yes, the NFL itself—that's what it does. So what it does is that whatever profit that comes in, the money goes into the uh, 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 to the owners. Yeah. So that way. It, it will satisfy that, uh, what do you call it, a non-profit uh, clause.
3: Yeah.
10: And so this thing needs to be investigated. And uh, when it does, a lot of these politicians are there, they are all guilty they, because they are all getting uh, residuals from uh, 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 from the NFL. Mm-hmm. So uh, investigate, investigating, which will cut out the uh, little bit of money that they're getting, I find that hard to really conceptualize that. Yeah. So the whole mm-hmm. thing is a network of criminals that are running the organization, and they are people that we have elected as officials are also guilty.
0: I don't know if they're criminals yeah. if they can pay to sit there and work the laws in their favor. I think. What, uh, what do you I think ethically, would, you would, might be right; they might be criminals. But you know, legally speaking, I don't know yeah. if they're criminals. I don't know if there's any laws that are being broken. They're like Donald Trump. They, they just take advantage of the laws that are there.
10: <laughs> yeah, but they don't... You see, uh, uh, their, their criminality does not satisfy what is written, but their actions are criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But as defined by the, uh, defined the word criminal, yeah, they may not um, satisfy that. Yeah, but yes, their actions are criminal. Yeah, And that all those areas need to be looked into, you know, so... This is my commentary, my boy. Right.
0: All right, Q. Thank you, as always, for contributing to the show. We love you, man. Let's go to Sean out in Oakland. What's going on, Sean?
11: Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Krista, Shante, Hi. and, of course, you too, Don. Hey. And Hi, everybody.
0: He always reminds me when he says that.
11: <laughs> Howdy doody.
0: No, no, <laughs> Dr. Nick from uh, The Simpsons.
11: Oh. Oh, there you go. Okay. I'm down with that, you know, because I'm trying to bring in a positive new year. But I have a different take yeah, on this I, I, Dr. Bayless. Nick always
0: does, uh, every time Dr. Nick comes on, he always- Thank
11: you,
10: Toy. Hi, everybody. Hi, no, Dr.
0: Dr. Nick Riviere. Thank you, Toy. <laughs> Hi,
10: everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick.
11: Oh,
0: I don't know. All right. All right.
10: All
11: right. So, I like our- it. I like it. I'm down with that. You know, the, uh, my take on the Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless thing is this. Um, number one, I can't get in either one of their heads, but there is a history. And your earlier call, caller about Kurt Flood was just beautiful. I'm so glad he brought That was a reserve clause for people that didn't know what he was talking about regarding what Kurt Flood did was the fact that a team owned you and you could not go to any other team for any price. No one could buy you or anything like that. It, you, know, you can look up the reserve clause. Mm-hmm. But my thing here is the fact that everyone talks about owners. Do you know where this came from? Does anyone call, you know, uh, a president or a CEO of a company an owner? No, they really call them CEOs or presidents or you can give all the different owners started with owning people. And that's why players unions in all sports started because Everyone was going, oh, these guys are overpaid. They're just playing a game and they're comparing their salaries to plumbers. No, they're not doing plumbing and plumbing. I have all the respect for plumbers making good livings. Hey, these guys, especially football, going out and risking their lives. Baseball, and if you try to hit a baseball pitched at you at 90 plus miles an hour, and basketball, go ahead and try to hold your own against those athletes on the court. Mm-hmm. The point is, They're doing something that a very small percentage of human beings can do on this planet. And the owners are making hand over fist. And they're not owners. They're just – that's the whole point. You know why that game stopped when the the young cat got hit in the chest and his heart stopped? Because the players made it stop. It wasn't the owners. The owners Mm -hmm. wanted to keep playing because they were going to make another however many millions of dollars – on the TV revenue, and the player said, we are not playing. That's why that stopped. So in in the sense of what Shantae was talking about, no, they can't strike. You know, that's a big mess. But the players, you look into everything that happened on that incident on the football field, the player said, we are not playing. That's our brother. I can't play anymore today. He's heart stopped on the field. They're doing compressions on the field. How can I play after that? And the owners were like, keep it going. So that's why Shannon Sharpe—I can't get in his head why, but he kind of alluded to it. I played on the field where I saw people get hurt. Skip Bayless is like a writer, the old-school writers who used to make black people look bad. And I'm not saying that's what Skip was doing, but he's kind of taking it to the modern era. And so they do that to make money. But that's what I think is happening here. It was about money, and it was also about, you know, hey, look, I have the compassion— for my brothers who have done that on the field and this game needed to be stopped. And the only way it was stopped was by the players. Cause the owners would have said play on.
0: All right. All right. Well, there we go. Um, our, um, NFL MLB consultant, Sean from Oakland. I appreciate you, Sean.
11: Love you guys. All right, have don't... a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right. You well, yeah, yeah, you know, um, well, listen, I hope, uh, I hope the young man is okay um
11: he's still
1: in the icu still oh. in the icu but they did say his uh it's he's improving oh
2: good
12: i just yeah, he's improving <laughs> all, right. Yeah, yeah. all right all right okay
0: uh all right listen let's speaker to, to today more angry podcasters from shantae oh
1: my gosh one woman wants a, things we don't have to talk one about woman
0: anything. wants a two hundred thousand dollar wedding is she right for wanting that you know um what else we got here
2: Did you even look at any of my stories? Let's see here. Here's a story. He's literally just watching them just now. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't listen to any of my stories. I found some good, interesting stuff. He was listening to them just now. Well,
0: let's see here. Let's see some of Krista's stories here, if I can look and see. Um, How to pet your cat so they like you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Thanks, Dodd.
0: How to get your man to do everything you want. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll get to some of these. These are very yeah. interesting topics. Uh, and we're also going to get to Gabrielle Union, who is speaking out, saying that she was, uh, she felt she had the right to cheat because she was paying all the bills.
2: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. You hear that evil laugh that you just had there? <laughs> you, did you hear that? Like, you heard that, Andy? No, because okay. I think
1: it's funny when women do things that men think yes. in their head already, yeah. and then they
2: say it out loud, and then men are like... <laughs> And I'm like y'all. That's exactly how y'all feel, right? And you guys say it, and when you say it, we're supposed to accept it. But when a woman says it, it's the end of the world. I'm
1: telling you, I literally had a dude tell me, "He who makes the money makes the rules." I said, "Well, sir, listen, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be making my own." We'll get to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk
0: 1580. We don't try to be all things to all people. We just remain true to who we are. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk 1580. Maybe I'll host a private party one day yeah. um, when I'm rich and famous. <laughs> uh, let's get to Gabrielle Union, who is speaking out about her divorce and says she felt. This is, is. Am I the only one who feels that she runs the pants in the White household?
1: <laughs> yeah, she you're does. the only one who feels that. She that does. is no. I don't think so. <laughs>
2: You don't think she does? No.
1: She
0: wears the pants in the way now. You household.
1: see how fast Dwayne Way was like, oh, you tripping? Okay, let me go over here. He had a baby by somebody else.
0: Yeah, but he came he back.
5: Like,
1: she came back. That is a misconception. She came back, and she talks about it in her book. Yep. She she said, I was the one tripping, I was the one who stepped away, and she was the one who came back.
0: All right, Good for her to notice her faults. Yeah, most women yeah. don't do that.
1: Yeah,
4: you were always married during all this stuff.
1: I was always married, but that first go round, you know, okay, I definitely mm-hmm. was not getting wife of the year awards. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I had some focus issues.
3: Sure,
0: sure, sure, <laughs> sure. sure, sure. <laughs> you know, listen, I, and I get it. It's like she was, she's a big star, probably at the time he's like probably just a guy who loves her. He's like mm. Beyonce's boyfriend before Jay-Z.
4: Aww. Listen, listen, listen. We had this weird moment. Chris and I were watching White Lotus. Do you watch White Lotus? I'm still
1: on the first season. No spoilers.
4: The point is we're watching it and I have this moment and I go, man, you know, I have so much regret over what I put some women through, particularly infidelity-wise. It's just shameful. It's It's terrible. So I'm saying this out loud. I'm saying, you know, it's so regrettable and shameful. And I'm sometimes glad I did it. Like life's short and it's one trip here It's complicated for me. I'm glad I took some of the opportunities that came my way. I don't
1: know. Well, in our first marriage, neither one of us felt like the marriage should get in the way of our dating. Right. And so,
4: oh, wow. I, that I was, part of it was were like identical. I was keeping
1: in... up with his activities. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that's what you're doing? Oh, you're going to feel this one. And yeah. okay. that's Shantae's
0: thinking there. Okay.
1: <laughs> I just felt entitled to it as well. I was paying all the bills. I was working my ass off. And. And I felt like that's what comes, the spoils of riches. And like my dad before me. Whoever has the most gets to do whatever the hell they want, is what yes, I thought. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. it was just dysfunctional from day one.
4: Yeah. Hmm. I was in a nine year long open relationship. Oh, so you had like. I had permission. Yeah,
1: but maybe not from the girls you were dating. They might have got
4: screwed. Well, no, <laughs> I, I never, ever lied to anyone. I'm like, hey, I'm in love with my girlfriend Brie. I live with her. We're going to have babies. If you want to have a blast tonight, that's an option as well. It was always that way. Now, what I willfully denied is that despite them saying, yeah, that's great, that that might not leave them heartbroken or damaged or something else.
0: I
11: think when you're There's two honest. ways to
4: look at it, right? Yeah, like- but who's responsible for
0: that? If you, if I say, hey, look, here's what the situation is. I'm in love with a girlfriend. But if you want to have fun tonight, I have an open relationship. And you walk into that. Why am I responsible for your feelings right now? Like, I left the warning at the front door. You, you walk through the door, and not that I'm going to treat you like trash or anything like that, but it just I gave you a warning. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree with you there. Yeah, I yeah. really do definitely agree with that. If, if you're very honest, I remember, because um, there's been times that I've gone outside of my relationships in the past, and I was very honest, not leaving this particular boyfriend. Uh, you want to mess around or whatever. It is what it is. And I've had guys say the same thing to me. You have to be completely open about it. And then, then nobody will get hurt.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know. So no, if you're
2: stuff. open, you shouldn't get hurt. You should be able to well, block but, it.
0: Well, were you cheating or you were? Or were you just open. Cheating. Oh yeah, so somebody can get hurt in your. Yeah, che- but no, but
2: if you're uh, if you're honest and saying I'm not leaving. No, the
0: person you're cheating on is <laughs> if they find oh, out. Oh yeah,
2: but with women, they never find out. <laughs> we're good. We, we hide you, our stuff. You don't.
0: I had a guy come to me, and he gave me this analogy that women are cats. Men mm-hmm. are dogs. Yeah. Dogs poop everywhere you see it. <laughs> Cats, you never see them pooping. And if you do see them pooping, they immediately cover it up. Oh, yeah. And you don't even know that the ground you're walking around is littered with boo-boo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Women <laughs> oh,
0: exactly it, know what, how to do it. It's all kind of nice and rosy yes. all over it. And it's patched up and it smells good and everything. No, baby, I only have eyes for you. You are great. You macho man in the bedroom. Ooh, mm. And then, you know, you, uh, off to the side, you go. Ugh. <laughs> what?
4: What?
1: I, I'm agreeing with you guys. Yeah. Listen, I know you're not getting no rebuttal from me. I, I, I agree. I agree. We and cover, we're the up whor- our and cover up things well. And we're well. the
0: horrible ones, though. We're the one that catches all the flag. Do better. That Do I better. I
1: definitely agree. What, no, no. What
0: you, what you meant to say was cheat better. I did mean to say that. exactly. Like, you did like I'm yeah. honest, right,
4: but that can also be your justification. So I can be <laughs> honest with you. I meet you, Gab. Uh, here's my situation. If you're down for that, cool. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. But I can see in your eyes, because I can. You're not really down for that. But I'm kind of skating under the cover fire of I'm honest. But my internal, my ethics, no.
0: I'm hurting. She's this
4: going person. along because that's all she's can have and it's probably not really that cool Well,
0: but then how do you find someone who wants
4: what you're offering like you're assuming that
0: nobody wants what you're offering i think especially now nowadays i think their women don't want any attachment i mean younger yeah. women maybe
2: yeah depends
1: on where a woman is and is in her life mm-hmm. i know, was talking a lot of people coming out of divorces and stuff don't want any attachment. they just listen, right we just want to have fun i just want to have some fun yeah. enjoy been it. married for x amount of the time i just yeah. you know
0: i was yeah. yeah i was talking to girlfriend last I was watching on social media and this thing came up of this young younger woman and i don't know if this is with all younger women and i don't know if she was performing for the cameras or whatever but she was like we don't need y'all men we don't need y'all you know we don't even need y'all to be intimate you know what i'm saying like we don't we don't need y'all for nothing and i'm like that's a very mean thing to say it's true though what technically technically no one needs anyone true if you want to be brutally honest But, you know, what happens when you want some romance later on in life and you start to see your life and your friends peeling off in different directions as you progress into your 30s and 40s, where some start creating families and homeowners and stuff like that, and then you've got this I don't need a man type situation, and now you're alone because the party doesn't stay going on forever you know i mean it's fun in your 20s to go clubbing but that gets old after a while you know the party yeah. you, you want something different and then you're like you want companionship and then you're like oh god yeah have i been alienating um, men who good men who throughout my life so maybe mm-hmm. this is just a growth process but it seems so the I, I see a lot of these young women and they just seem so
2: mean but see a lot of it and i i see a lot of this too on social media but I also see a lot of middle-aged women that are actually tired of men's nonsense because that's what it boils down to is, I'm not trying to blame men all the time, but a lot of men are like grown children and we just don't have time for all that nonsense. Well, you can't raise me? Yeah, The thing is, is you guys want, you guys demand so much attention or Mm. you want a woman to look a certain way and act. You want us to be who you want us to be. And a lot of times, you know, we build our lives around you and you still treat us bad. And so at at some point there's women who are like I am just so tired I'm done I don't need you I'd rather have friends I'd rather I know women right now that are middle age who are happy with their animals and then they'll go out like you know do little trips with their friends wine tasting they might have a little boy toy on the side younger guy on the side but they're fine they feel complete because they're tired of the nonsense yeah
6: Um,
0: Are black people upset that Bruce's Beach will be sold back to L.A. County for $20 million, which I feel is a short end of the stick here. I don't know. We'll talk about that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. If you come across the radio frequency anywhere putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. you got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This AD. is the time, brothers.
8: This is the time.
0: We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing. History and humor, issues and events, empowerment and entertainment, all in one station. What's really going on? Free
11: enterprise, you did? KBLA Talk
0: 1580.
11: Yes.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me, on me, on me, on me. On Let's go. go.
8: About time that I got my respect, it's the butcher. Call it yeah. Call f***ing a Griselda, Griselda
11: what it is? When I show up,
5: I'm on 10, not nine. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck power out his sparks was flying the real ones here the young boy that walk with lions around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying of course i'm trying to revive
8: a sport that's dying but the guns in the drug bars that y'all are lying. got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron but that just mean i ain't as comfortable as y'all with
0: lying stretching the truth no i never stress in a booth this
6: guy that sounds familiar i feel
10: like
5: i just left a suit.
4: take off
0: yeah
5: how i'm skating on these records
7: so, um,
0: a lot of people were happy that the Bruce family, which had their resort taken away from them years ago, back in the 20s, Bruce's Beach, which was a popular destination for African Americans, Manhattan Beach, that the descendants of Bruce Beach were going to get the land back. And it's a very sizable lot. The There were two options. Um, the L.A. County was going to lease the lot. For four hundred thirteen thousand a year, or buy the lot for twenty million dollars.
1: What's the math on that? What's thirty years on that?
0: Thirty. Well, it's forty-eight years to get to twenty million dollars. Forty-eight years. Forty-eight to to years, years to get to to get to twenty million dollars. Oh. Um, there are multiple family members involved with this as descendants, so I guess they feel that twenty million dollars, which I think, is very undervalued. Well, why not get with a developer like a KB Homes or some of these homes to develop the land?
1: That's who built my house. KB Homes. KB Homes built my house. Right. So why not get with a
0: developer like a KB Homes to develop the land and basically you offer the land, they build it, you guys split the proceeds a certain way, I guarantee you that might come up to more than $20 million. Yes.
3: Yeah. You know,
0: um, why not do that? And then in the process, maybe have KB Homes buy you a house or build one at cost. And take it out of the money, so you get a free house that's going to value. Plus, you get money off the developing the land, and you are going to not have to pay any taxes on it because these houses will sell quick. It's mm-hmm. beachfront property.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, isn't there a park or something there? There is
0: a park there. There's a park there. Yeah. yeah, there's a park. Um, there was a law that prohibited the land from being used for anything but recreational, but then they mm-hmm. changed that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So they, you know.
1: So you could easily put up ten. 10 houses. I think you could put, put a, let me see properties. here just
0: looking at and then looking at the sky view take of it. Or you here. know, 20 units. 1 2 3 4 5 Maybe 10 20 30 40. You probably could have put about 40 multi-level houses
2: Sheesh.
0: on this property at maybe a million to 2 million dollars.
2: They could have doubled that
0: money.
1: You ever hear yeah. that guy who's like, you're thinking small. You need to think big. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are thinking small.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I because mean, I don't know what the cost of the beachfront property is, but let's say it's between $1 and $3 million. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say $1 one and $3 million, maybe as high as 5 that's or Manhattan Six. Beach, right? Manhattan yeah. Beach.
2: That's a lot of that's money. So
0: you've saying. got, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. probably and You could
1: generate $20 million yes. a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah, you probably develop the, f- the property. The correctly.
0: further back you go, probably the less in value because the beachfront stuff is going to be the most expensive. But the location of it, it's land, it's undeveloped. you got a couple of buildings you might have to tear down. Get with a developer, yep. come up with a plan, to, and then, hey, listen, you know, my family members want houses, and then we come to a equitable split as far as you build it. We'll, we'll give the land towards the project. And for every house that's so, let's say we get, you know, um, I don't know, one third or, or, you know, or um, I don't know, seven, eight, I, I don't know, uh, some, some fraction of the selling cost for every house. That, so it'll sell, I guarantee you, within a, you could probably develop and sell this whole thing over the course of five years. Okay. And you can get your own house. You can get money from the project. And, oh. I'm, thi- I, you know, I, I, I'm thinking you're going to come away with more than $20 million at the end of the day the twenty million dollars is easy i it's take the money and run but it just seems so
2: do you think that maybe they thought that out and maybe they they came to a conclusion that it might take too long because there's there's quite a few people who probably were like I need that money now like I can't wait I need well, so to use listen, it now
1: exactly what I was thinking yeah exactly. here,
0: here, here's the here's the issue with this so you get the land back. So now you got to pay property tax on the land. Oh,
1: I wonder what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? So
0: it's property tax on a land that is um, going to sit there. So while you're figuring that out, lease it back to the county for a number of years. While you go work and talk to developers, you're going to get 400000 413000 which is going to cover whatever, I'm pretty sure, the property tax on it. Of course, you're going to have to sacrifice immediate money for long-term money. But I think long-term developing of this situation might have been a better thing, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, the status quo is probably going to stay the same. Bruce's Beach is probably going to remain a park. So LA County is going to. Thirty-four
1: thousand dollars a month.
0: For for.
1: If they did the four hundred and thirteen thousand, that'd be thirty-four thousand dollars a month, and I don't know how I don't know how split between how many people they would have yeah. to. But yeah. you know, a project that you're talking about would talk, would essentially take what maybe three to five years Mm -hmm. maybe yeah three to five years but they would have to i agree with krista that people are probably like yo That's going to take too long. It's my money, and I
2: want it now. You know what I would have (laughs) done? Because I think, Don, did you mention this, Don, that maybe they should have sold part of it and kept the other part? I would have probably sold part of it and kept another part of it.
5: To to build your own house.
2: Yeah, because I wouldn't have sold it all, but I would definitely want some money right up front so I could do something with the part that I am going to keep.
0: Let's see, Manhattan Beach property taxes are 1.114558%.
1: I would just like lot? to say, Carl Brewer says online. He says, "My people will perish for lack of vision," and I kind of agree with that.
0: Mm. <sighs> uh, you know, I just I don't know. You know, um, I I don't I don't I don't listen. It's not none of my business. Let's see here. Slauson Girl wrote, uh, despite any feelings people may have concerning the decision, it's important to note the historical move that returning Bruce speech represents and, op- and, and the opportunities for reparations on a local level moving forward. The fact that our elected officials in Los Angeles County, along with the governor of California, were in support of returning Bruce speech is transformative. Although the, argument, the agreement notes the appraisal price for the family received was equivalent or less than fair. Although the agreement notes the appraisal price the family received was equivalent or less than fair, the treatment of the historic it's the treatment and his history of African Americans in LA County can no longer be ignored. Let's see here, Asia Brown is commenting on this. It's very sad. I truly wish they would have had, have explored their options. Let's pray it isn't too late. The options are limitless. Even a four hundred thousand dollar year ninety nine ground lease can be leveraged for considerable capital today. Not to mention development opportunity, which is yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. let see, they can reinvest twenty million and buy other properties, pay off debt, and start businesses. Yep. But I don't know. I mean, who, you know, after taxes and splitting between multiple family members, how long do they really expect that generational wealth to last? Besides the fact that 400000 a year to lease to the city was nothing to balk at. A yearly nest egg could still have been split yearly so everyone can start building. Yeah. I just wouldn't have gotten rid of the land. If the if the city was willing to give you $400,000, and let's say, you know, you net $300,000 off of, off of nothing that you could split between the families, I mean, that... Yeah, that's not millions of dollars right away, but this is a nest egg in the family for years. Yeah, let's see. They'll never
1: real generational
0: wealth. The King Morale says it was just a show. They never gave them the land. It was never theirs. They would have. Lo- they would have looked into property value and possible buyers instead of what the city and state already had decided before the fake transfer. It was just a PR stunt, and man, to make them seem like they care, though they set their own low price and left out mention of other families pushed out uh, of Manhattan Beach as well.
2: But uh. well, we and- don't know what they're going to do with that money. You know, like this this gentleman in the comment. I want to just say something really quick. Carl said um, that my people will perish for lack of vision. Lack of vision. Vision takes money. If you have vision, sometimes you need money to get those, you know, visions to surface. You don't know what they're going to do with the money. They might take the money and build something fabulous somewhere else. You just don't know. Although California is the best place to have pro- property, but maybe they have a a plan somewhere else that makes more sense for them. The
0: artist Revolt says, I'm confused on when people give us pennies. We're supposed to be excited. If the deal wasn't fair, it's not fair. That's like saying the indigenous folks should be happy that they're on reservations because at least the United States government gave them something not acceptable. And this is why black people are upset. If it ain't right, it ain't right. Yeah, it sets a precedent. Yes, but the family is woefully being lowballed for such that Swatch Land. It is beachfront property and would definitely sell well over $20 million. It is not even underdeveloped. It has infrastructure on the land already. Mm-hmm. I understand sure. selling so that the family may secure themselves, but they could have secured themselves that much farther had they been held for the correct price. Yeah, a developer, could. they could have partnered with a developer yeah. to come in and develop that land. They probably could have got a house built for cheap. You know, it, like, it, it just doesn't make sense. And $20 million is just such a lowball offer. Yeah. Given the especially amount of land and the location, gain,
1: especially after capital gains tax on the twenty
0: million, right, right. Because the federal government's going to come in and get there. That was the capital gains is going to be what thirty four percent It's going to be in the highest tax bracket.
2: Yep, I think they all have to agree, and uh, I think they all didn't. That's the best part. Uh, of the bottom line.
0: Hang on the line, Fahima and Nicole. I want to get to your comments. Uh, we're talking about black people. Are we upset that Bruce's Beach will be sold back to LA County for twenty million dollars? We're going to talk about that. Maybe that's where they house all the homeless. In tiny houses on, on Bruce's beach.
1: Oh, wow. You, you're right. The people of Manhattan <laughs> Beach ain't having that. We'll get, but it would be great we'll, if they did. Having having the people of Manhattan Beach, oh my God.
0: We'll get to your comments when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where we turn red lights to green lights and keep it moving. KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. Hey, hey, hey. All right, let's go to Nicole. Uh, Madison, Mississippi. We're talking about Bruce's Beach, where, you know, according to Zillow, the average price of property in the, within blocks of Bruce's Beach averages anywhere from 3 to $8 million. That's a developed house. But there's there's more than enough to, st- I mean, I'm feeling that they're you know, losing out a lot of money. What was your comment, Nicole?
8: Hello. Love the show. Thank you. Nicole. I think what, I think one of the issues um, that might have been a problem was the current zoning circumstance for them. When you talk about other uh, groups of developers, or I think even Tavis mentioned earlier today that he'd had several calls from, groups of people who wanted to sort of form conglomerates to buy the property so that it would stay black owned mm-hmm. but when they heard about the zoning okay then everybody took maybe a step back because the current zoning isn't such that it would be uh feasible well
0: let's easily. change let's change the zoning then
8: well they talked about that too earlier today yeah with with respect to possibly Uh, fighting or pursuing having the zoning changed. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that was was potentially going to be there was something in their contract with regard to um, them being able to decide, county, city, whomever body, that they did not want to any longer honor the current contract they have. So they had an option to opt out, in other words.
3: Hmm.
8: And so, yes, they also mentioned earlier that there was a there is a lease back or was a lease back uh, that the county was giving to the family. And I think the amount was around half a million dollars. Yeah. But like you all said, then you get into taxes and that sort of thing. So maybe, yes, we think they may have been shorted in the long term but if you got to pay to fight and then wait for the money and still pay, then maybe they made out Let's see. in the short term
0: under a previous california law the county had been barred from transferring the land and was able to use and and was able to use the land beach area for recreational purposes only but the law that cleared the path for the bruce family to regain control of the property does not have the same provisions so mm-hmm. you know I, I i understand that it's probably been zoned for a beach but you know these these are things that i think a uh, uh, a, a contractor or a home builder could probably get in there and change. I mean, they have, you know, I think. I think. Listen, yes, you got the land back, but I, you know, if you want to really capitalize on it, it's going to be a lot of hard work and, and and cutting through bureaucracy. But if we got this far, can't we go a little bit further? Uh,
8: I think that it's very um, less complicated for us to say that if we're not sitting in their seats.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, what if Moses got to the water and was like, all right, well, can't
8: go any farther. Let's go on back over to Pharaoh. No, you know, they found a way,
0: you know, and I think that I think well, the, gotta, everybody
8: gotta, everybody's got everybody got to agree to find a way, though. Yeah, I'm with yes, you on that. Right.
0: I'm definitely with you on that. All right, Nicole, yeah. thank you so much. I appreciate you.
8: I love you guys. Thank you. Love you bye too. Bye.
0: Sheila in Los Angeles. What's going on, Sheila? All right, Sheila. Sheila. Oh. oh, let's hear where Sheila's going. Oh Sheila hung up. That'd have be been funny if Sheila just walks in, starts going to the bathroom and starts having a whole <laughs> lot <long conversation>. of <laughs> Um yeah, I'm pretty sure there are obstacles and I'm pretty sure that they probably weighed this and you know, and I, I do feel like it's a short end of the stick, and maybe they were set up maybe they were set up to, for failure. Maybe this was a PR stunt, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, you can have the land, but you can only use it as a park.
2: Yeah, that would be so messed up.
0: Or you know, you know what I would have done? Automated
2: a private parking lot.
0: If I can only use it as a park or a zone for a certain thing, let's uh let's keep the beach because parking is another thing right. in Manhattan Beach.
2: Yes, you can make a lot of money from parking.
0: And let's you know, let's charge, uh, turn into a private parking lot.
2: They can I mean
1: there's it into a private parking lot for the residents because I bet you they have a hard time yes. parking too. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Uh, yep. Sheila. Let's get back to Sheila. Here we go. Yes. Hi Sheila. We heard your car, you heard you getting Hello. out of the car How and are everything. You? Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
12: I just wanted to um I work I work in a law firm, that's why I'm always calling and, and I actually got seen, and everybody's getting it wrong. The Bruces only own two parcels. One, two, two parcels. They did not own the park or the area surrounding the park, oh. and they, as a family, made a decision. Mm. Okay, so so
0: so two parcels. The, the two parcels are, are what are, are, are the, the beach? Are the beachfront? Beach
3: years for the city to hold on. Run. Hold on. Hold, hold on, Sheila.
0: What two parcels? Sheila, so Sheila, Sheila. <laughs> <what laughs> she she can't hear you.
12: Again.
0: Sheila, what two parcels did they own? The first two parcels. It
12: totally.
0: Sheila
8: only own two small
0: parcels, Sheila. Not the whole Sheila. That were <laughs> about. Sheila. Can you hear me? No, she, 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 she little, I was trying to figure out what two parcels did they own. Did they own the parcels that have the uh, um the, the park on it or did they own the beachfront parcels? Okay, here.
1: A map of Bruce's Beach, the parcels marked in gold are parcels that were owned by the black families and it's okay. all spread out. Look at that. That's what they own. So it's not, it's in its, it's, it, uh, in its entirety. Mm. It's just sections. And that's why the number is so low because they're just paying. Oh, they don't own the whole thing own, for the lot. They lots. don't own
2: the whole lot. Take the money. Aha.
1: Take, take now. Now take I'm saying money. definitely take, take the money, money and run.
2: Yeah, you can't the do the
1: nothing with a parcel. Well, no. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. Look
2: at right? that Did part. I mean,
0: that was, that's $5, 10 15 $20, 25000000 it's all dollars. spread
1: out. It's all spread out. Though. Well, who owns
0: the rest of that stuff?
1: maybe the county maybe lost the lost city
0: block three block thirty six eight nine six four and one that's kind of raggedy
1: aha it's all making sense now Thank you Sheila even though we couldn't hear you
0: oh no she couldn't hear us so I think
1: you
2: couldn't it. hear us they couldn't keep this and develop this and then sell these
1: I don't know girl I don't know but They're they but like... maybe maybe
2: they thought about that and they figured well you know what It makes more sense. It makes more sense. And
1: then look how spread out that is. Yeah, that's spread out.
2: Yeah, Yeah, so it's not
0: even one big thing. So I wonder who owns the rest of the parcels. Let's
2: see. Uh,
1: The the blocks marked in red is currently county owned. The blocks marked in dark blue is currently owned by the city of Manhattan Beach Beach as Bruce's Beach Mm. Park.
0: Uh, So they're only Mm -hmm. basic. So basically, they're not compensating the other residents there. They're basically compensating the black owners.
1: Right, so most of this is owned by Manhattan Beach. Beach. So all of this. So there's no way you can develop this and then Manhattan Man, yeah. Beach owns this and this and then Manhattan, Manhattan Beach, they're not having
0: it. Right, right, right. Plus yeah. it's so spread out. It's, and it's so gonna be, spread out. I mean, listen, my and land This I, is
1: owned by the county or
0: whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's listen, what I, 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 well, I don't know.
1: Now you look at what they own and you're like, hmm, $20 million? Not too shabby. <laughs> yes, take
0: right. the money. <laughs> let me see property lot lots. Let me, just, let, me just, let me see this. Um, I don't know. I, I still would have put a house. I mean, you gotta you gotta you could have built something. You got a park right there. I mean, so yeah, so this back part is is where the park is at.
8: This part. I mean, look, that could have right been
0: here? a yeah. You could have put built a house right there, a condo, and you got a park as your backyard.
1: But how much would they fight fight that? What hoops would you have to jump through for them to be okay with you building in the middle, middle. of their parts that they right. own? That and and you have to fight against the city?
0: You see block three is the county or block three is the city?
1: You look read it right here. The red the red is somebody and then no, the blue is the city and then the red, red is the county. county.
0: Oh, so the county owns most of the beachfront property mm-hmm. and the city owns most of the back part. And so yeah. that's why the oh that's where the park oh yep. That's rough, man. Yeah, that's rough. That is rough. Ooh. Even when we win, we lose.
1: I mean, twenty million. If that's losing, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I just, I feel I'm it's happy. a short end of the stick. I, even, even, even with the divided lots. Oh, Bruce! Bruce's family got some white people in it, let's see, huh? Oh,
2: wait minute, really, wait really? <laughs> oh, look. Where, 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 where? Time. Time has come. <laughs> <laughs> wait, where are you looking? <laughs> I don't know where he's looking. Let me see. Uh, uh, there's a white woman right there. You know. Oh, she's sure, married maybe to somebody. Maybe she's the lawyer. Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. No, they're holding
0: hands. Look, she's holding hands right there. She's married to the oh, son yeah, or something.
12: Yeah, so it's yeah. noon, then you
0: know. All right, let's go to Fema real quick. Yes, Fema.
12: Okay, can you guys
0: hear me? Yeah, well, i clear.
12: Okay, and I, I'm not going to say who it is, but I do know someone who is a Bruce family member. I'm not going to mention their name. Mm-hmm. But let me just say this. It's easy for us to say what someone else should do without having all of the facts. Mm-hmm. One, there are numerous heirs. Numerous heirs. Secondly, there are restrictions, and they would take – certain ordinances passed in order for them to develop the land. So it they have decided that it would be in their best interest to sell it and split the twenty million dollars amongst all the heirs. It would be more prudent for them. And I think it was Chantel who had calculated how many years it would take for them to get up to fifty uh up to the twenty million dollars. And there's too many people that are involved in order for that to be financed. You know, this seriously. sounds like what
0: goes on in Louisiana where they steal land from people. Like, there's like, they have like fractional lots from heirs, and then they'll go and they'll just take your fractional lots and sell it to, to, to other people if the vast majority but that's of people. Not
12: what happens, Don. I know, uh, that's I know. You <laughs> said the
0: family, you the families making this such. I don't. You're
12: contrasting it with that. That's not what happens. I'm going to put you. me a mobile you're home
0: like, on, on my lot.
12: Okay, I'm just saying, just two things, there are numerous heirs, right? Mm. And in order for them to to develop it, there are certain laws that would have to be passed and ordinances that would have to pass. Because, again, when they took the property from the Bruce family, they prohibited and made restrictions. So, you know, whenever you're doing something, you have to have ordinances passed you know there may be certain types of property that cannot be built in certain areas so it's really easy for us to say what other people would do without having all the facts well now
0: listen i got a megaphone and energy and time i will be out there and I'd be more than happy to protest until just like i mean it was it was it was almost a figment of someone's imagination that property would get back to them in the first place why can't we just push a little bit further but it's not my money you know what if you if they're, if they're happy with it whatever you know Done.
12: The property did get back to them and they made the decision it was in their best
0: interest
12: mm, mm, to numerous, mm. there, mm. there are far too many heirs and this will, this is in the best interest of everyone.
0: Is this like everybody went in the Powerball but they only walk away with $20? I'm
12: done. all I'm saying is that in order for them to have taken the land and developed it, there would have to be ordinances changed, there their restrictions on the land, and it just would would have been too complicated for it to occur. So this is, this is what they have decided to do. And I understand how people feel, but again, it's really easy for people to say what should happen without having all the facts. Trust yeah. me, these people have consulted with their attorneys, looked at all the options, mm-hmm. and this is what they've decided to do.
0: All right, all right. Well, there you go. All right, Fahima, thank you. I appreciate the uh, the update. I still would be yep. out there protesting. You know. All right. I think, all right. Give, give, change the ordinance. What do we want? An ordinance change. When do we want it now? All right. Thank okay. you, Fahima. All right. It's KBLA yep. Talk fifteen eighty. Courage is Courage contagious. Contagious. Courage. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Looking for legitimate political discourse without the bear spray. spray. Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. The, the whole school the whole school was set up like that where all the kids had emotional issues going on. It's very interesting that I was watching this Vice News. It's a, it's an old Vice News about the school in Chicago where they sent what could be deemed as problem kids, but these are basically kids who have emotional issues that due to their home life. And some and some in some of this because I actually went and watched the whole thing when I sent you guys was a clip. Some of it is the parents' fault because the parents are not taking a very active role. Some of it's uh, emotional issues that they're dealing with. But you can just look at these kids and like they're all, they need love, number one. And, and I was looking at this and I was like, I don't know whether these kids would benefit from being in some type of disciplined boot camp or some type of setting that they need to go to because these kids in this school are on the fast track to prison yeah. all of them. I mean they're stabbing other kids with pencils, they're being disruptive in classes and the school in Chicago was set up to put all these kids in so that they could still learn at the end of the day and the, the and I listen bless those those educators. And I'm going to see if we can interview this to, to get an update on the, on this school if, if it's still even active. But these educators are like you can't come in here and take anything they say personal because the kids are cursing back at you. They're being disruptive in the classrooms. They're, they're not learning what you, but you, but you're dealing with kids with emotional issues. And it's very sad to sit there and wa- sit back and watch it because you're like, Oh, these kids are they're defensive because their environment is causing them to be this way. And so they're acting out because they don't know how any other way. And where's the love? I know. Where's the love? And this is probably a reflection of the environment <clears throat> that they're in, and it's very and it's very interesting to see all these kids in one school all together. And it's like, whoa! How do you fix this? How do you fix a situation like this where you have emotionally messed up kids who have no respect for authority? How do you get them to change their behavior? And why, why, why they're so young? Can I ask you a question about yeah. kids
2: like this? Because I always have struggled with this. So why do we? It's going to sound horrible, but yeah. why do we keep them in the home environment that they're in, where they're not getting that love? I mean, I know you can't put them in the foster care system because it's probably worse. What solution would you have for some of these kids? Because that's not fair for them to grow up like that.
0: I think they're. They, I think what they need is some type of boarding or military type of discipline. Yeah. To they need to be taken out of their environment. And put into a disciplined environment, number one. But then they also need familiar and family love mm-hmm. on top of that. The discipline to get their behavior in check so that at, at a very young age, you're not setting them up to be uh, out on the streets and in jail or killed. Yeah. Yeah and i think there is some like rotc type program or some type of west point type situation some boot camp that needs to de- instill structure and discipline into them but that's just one component of fixing these children love yeah emotional love from their mother or dad or whoever and some of these kids their parents are in prison for murder some of them are living with mothers who just themselves are jacked up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's, so it's a very hard problem to fix because it's not as easy as like let me take you out of your environment you know if your mother's damaged so it's a lot somebody would have to spend a lot of money to take these kids out of the Chicago environment along with their parents put the parents into some type of therapy rehabilitation program along with the kids and when they're both healthy bring them together to create a bond and I don't know who's going to spend that amount of money to help someone that's not because the only benefit that this is having is to prevent this child yeah. from creating crimes in the future right. and it may be cheaper just to wait till they commit the crime and lock them up in jail
2: oh i with that that clip i saw i was like man you that see teacher the
0: whole, you, should, you should see the whole thing and i was I, I didn't understand i had to go find it i was like what is this mm-hmm. and i'm like oh it's a school where they send all the kids who cannot be in regular population schools to it's a therapeutic school that allows them to have these outbursts without getting into trouble, got which it. is bad in itself because now you're allowing them to be who they are without any repercussions to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they, it got to the point where these kids were are on the school bus going home, they're fighting on the school bus. Fighting on the, and the bus driver is like, you know, what do you do? It's, just, it's, just, it's a vice news, uh, It's, a, it's very disturbing to watch. You
2: don't think that <laughs> if you recorded these kids doing this and then had them look at the recording of how they behaved, it would make a difference to I, them, I, or they they would I, be like, yeah. I think they're um, children,
0: I don't think they understand. They understand. I mean, <laughs> we have perspective because we're yeah. adults. You know, what I'm saying we've we've got growth, we've got wisdom, we've got failures, we've got, you know, um, brushes with the law that we've dealt with. Like we, our behavior has been um, refined by some of our own doing and on uh, some of the author- authoritarian doing. Um, and some of our societal doing, you know, over the years, we've seen the error of our ways.
2: But that's why I was a big fan of that scared straight program, and a lot of people I knew were really angry with me that I said that. And I've said, well, I feel like if the parents put them in this program, and some of these um, men that are incarcerated said, "You look, you remind me of me," you know, uh, "I don't want you to go down this path." I think for some it could have been powerful. I understand maybe not for all, yeah. but I was I was a fan of that program because I thought, well, if the parents are giving permission for to get their kids on on, you know on the right path i don't see anything wrong with it
0: yeah i just i don't know if i think you have to they're they're trying to shock kids by yeah. the scared straight program i think you have to take them out of the environment yeah you know i like my idea of uh, taking some of these old cruise liners and putting kids <laughs> on them and and sailing the world for 20 years
2: he's, he's got all kinds of ideas until That's one, one a of them kids idea. comes up missing
1: okay because <laughs> somebody because they done got pushed over because kids play too much
0: yes well no it well, it's not just the kids it's the kids and their families
1: until one of them people come up missing all right well listen
0: <laughs> what do you want there's going to be a drawback so you lose one kid along the way you know Stop. it's a noah's art for black people what if at what if i said shante you and your husband are about to have a baby what we'd like to do is give you and your family the best possible foundation to raise your child without the influence of America or politics. So we're going to disconnect for 18 to 20 years from American media. We're going to go around the world and learn about that. We're going to go from port to port to port and learn about the world. You and your husband will live on the ship and also have to help out, but then you can also work remotely on the ship. You know, you do your jobs. I mean, you know, you, you've you worked on a ship before you.
1: you do. Are this. they going to match our incomes though? So not, that we have a retirement plan after they put us off this ship?
0: Well, that's another, so that's another thing. So Mm -hmm. you might be able to keep your jobs while you're working because you can do everything remotely. I don't know if your husband can do everything remotely. I
11: cannot do my job remotely.
0: Or maybe you're in charge of the drama club on the ship. Wow. Okay. You teach
2: acting.
1: What about our families? What about my parents?
2: Yeah. Good point.
1: What about my nephew? What about Mm -hmm. my sister? What about the people I love? Do I not get to see them? Well, that's up to you. Interesting. 18 to 20 years.
0: Yeah, it's a commitment that you that you have to make.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd, that'd be a no go for me. Yeah, I've, I've lived on a ship before, though. Oh, you did? Yeah, I worked for Disney Cruise. Line. Did, did did you like it? No, it's awful.
2: I could imagine. Yeah,
1: I mean, you get you know the thing where you always feel like you get on regular land, you always kind of feel like you're wobbling still, and
2: yeah,
0: it's a it's a it's a it's an educational. Are small. It's an educ. I mean, look, Noah's. You think Noah wanted to be on a ship?
1: Not indefinitely, no. He He did did it it for a short. You said eighteen to twenty years. Well, yeah. If you were gonna say eight, if you're gonna say we take go for maybe two years, doing a critical part in a child's life, development um, stages, or a year, a year on, a year off, maybe. No, I'm. Or six months on, six months off.
0: I'm looking at it as trying to remove black children out of American society. There is a disconnect with the culture that needs to have to have to happen. The the culture, as far as specifically hip hop music. Um, The drug culture, the capitalistic culture, uh, separate from that. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I understand what you're trying to do. And then
0: go experience the world. Maybe you come back for summer or or some like during breaks or whatever. You you mm-hmm. know you have some time off throughout the year. But the main key focus is to disconnect from American society, right? Um, so that their worldview is so that their view when they grow up is more of a worldview and not necessarily of the American view, specifically the black culture that is here.
1: But I love black culture here.
0: Well, yes. Well, why don't you take everything good about black culture that you love and teach it on the ship?
1: Um, maybe, but I think that there are things that I, I, you know, may not be as well versed and I love black culture though. I love growing up around black people, which I love that I could take that into a world and our nuances and, you know, there's <clears throat> beautiful things about black people. There's some negative things, you know, but I, I don't know that I'd trade my experience growing up in Leimert and Crenshaw and being around the people that I was, I don't know if I'd trade well, that.
0: Yeah, but you're not trading that you're still, you're going on this, on the ship with black people. These are all black people from all walks of life who... Are you going, You guys are... Yeah, but what if I
1: end up with a bunch of Clarence Thomases?
0: Okay. Aww. Look at this.
2: You just, you know... I'm I mean, I'm fan. not a fan, but, you know...
1: What if, what if well, you know, what if Shantae, I end up with a bunch of God. black people that don't like <laughs> black people?
0: Shantae, this is God speaking. Do you
1: really think he doesn't like black people, Clarence Thomas? I'm just, I was just using it as an example. No, what okay. if I end up with a bunch of black people that don't necessarily care for black people?
0: Shantae, this is God speaking. I want you to go on a cruise yeah. ship with your unborn child so that he or she, whichever you decide, may be raised properly outside of society. <laughs> but what about? Uh, shrimp and grits yeah this i don't know how big, to make
1: shrimp and grits
0: this is bigger than you Shantae. is it
1: bigger than shrimp and grits it, b- <laughs> but what about my mom yeah what about my mom this is
0: bigger than your mom it's nothing no it's about fixing the echoes of slavery and jim Crow inside the black community in america shante
2: but why is that my responsibility
0: Goodbye, Shante. This offer is rescinded.
2: What is wrong with, let me ask you this, Shante, would you agree to this? And I want to find out from you, Don. what do you think about this idea? You know, they rehabilitate um, children sometimes with different issues through animals, like horses and stuff. How, how come, you know, maybe get a ranch in, you know, maybe the South or Arizona and have all the kids over there and learn how to handle their anger issues through animal therapy, animal therapy seems to work very well for no, kids. That
0: too, I was just looking at the cruise ship as you, they, these cruise ships, these these cruise ship owners, they get rid of them a- after a while and they they break them up in India for parts. So you could buy one.
2: So why don't you buy one
0: and then and start that? And then you, I would also look at it as we could sail from port to port. We could learn. We could de- create a um, your own educational program on the ship we could also learn about diverse cultures we could spend time in africa you know these are all
1: i i grew up traveling a lot don and i think a lot of what shaped me was that i got to go experience different countries and different things all over from a very young age but i didn't need to be completely taken out of the black community to end Mm -hmm. up well you know, I think like I'm saying, like if every summer we're abroad on this ship and it gives you a different perspective immediately, you know, six months out of the year, maybe maybe three months at the beginning, three months at the top, maybe something like that. But to be gone for 18 to 20 years, long time.
0: imagine the change living on a ship. Imagine the change that would happen.
1: What, what, do you, what change do you yeah. think would happen?
0: Disconnecting from American society. Imagine the change that would happen from disconnecting from this society. Staying away from it.
2: Is that a good thing, though, to you? Yeah. That, that might not necessarily be good because if they come back, it's having to adjust to American society mm-hmm. could be difficult. It could be. Or maybe you never come back. When did you just
1: eternally live on this ship?
0: No, 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 no. Where you, do they go? Maybe you, maybe you, you make connections as you're traveling to other places.
1: You would never visit America.
0: I would stay away from America for twenty years.
2: Oh God! Imagine if you. Took He's a, anti-American. Listen, yeah. uh, imagine, Very. imagine. So you,
1: today you don't like America, Don? Huh? I didn't <laughs> like it. <you> he <laughs> didn't <you laughs> like it
0: yesterday. That he doesn't, he doesn't like, like America. It. Period. Um, um, imagine, imagine if all the young black children that were getting ready to be born. You could take them out of this. So
1: military life. You could just go from kind of, you know, you go live in this base, that base, go live on this base. Loosely, yeah. Around the world. Loosely. A couple of years here, a couple of years there. Yeah.
0: You know, I would, you know, yeah. I'm thinking big, man. You're thinking Bruce Beach. You're thinking $20 million. (laughs) I'm thinking develop those lots.
1: Uh, Now you know.
0: No, you All right. Uh, know. Listen, uh, we'll we wrap this up when we get back. Uh, it's KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud, loud. loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Dell. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. Kwamel uh, wants to talk about my great idea. Now I know some might be a little apprehensive. The last time black people were put on a ship, it didn't really work out too well for us. But this is a ship uh, that this is a ship that we control.
13: I don't know, but
0: happy New Year, dog! <laughs> I
13: was I was going to hang on, I was going to hang on to another time, but I said, hold up, okay. I think he's unpacking this wrongly, and he did go there with the slavery thing, but um. What I do see is I mean I don't know about, I don't know about it need to be eighteen or twenty years, but sometimes we do need perspective that there's things outside the block or there's things outside of uh white America's energy or 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 the, or the system's energy uh that I kind of felt at the time when when segregation ended was necessary, you know even if we even if we did have a lot of our own stuff. A lot of times we just kind of needed that energy of jim we needed that energy of Jim Crow to go away, yeah. and I have us feel like okay, we're limited to this this are restricted red line over to this little area, you know almost almost a almost a black reverse air roof if you know what if you know what roof is, mm-hmm. so similarly um to be able to, to be able to travel you know if you're from l a you're seeing you know New York or Toronto or whatever place if you're from Atlanta seeing you know uh, uh Denver you know over here or or Miami. Um, and then getting out to Australia, getting out to you know South Africa, to Canada, to China, some of these places which I'm going to mention also have have their have their weirdness about black people, and maybe they need to see us and know, oh, they're not all a bunch of thugs and all a bunch of you know rowdy, vulgar people, or they're, they never or they never were that in the first place. What are these movies saying? Maybe they are tripping. So it, the cultural exchange or that cultural cross pollination. Is necessary for our, our mental and, and and our and our and our hearts. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of put that out there. Um, I, I just kind of feel like you were unpacking it, not 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 in the strongest way, but just wanted to give you that. Yeah,
3: I, I, my whole thing is is, do, you know? is
0: is separating from American culture to create a worldview, and then also educate kids without outside influences happening um, through online or through TV or through all this. I mean, to, a total
4: disconnect.
1: I'd say this would be great for uh, all the kids who are displaced in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a great place for them, mm-hmm. um, and children who are uh, in in the system, you know, juvenile system. You I, know, I, but I also think
0: it would be a healing thing for families too. You know, mm-hmm. imagine I your whole family doesn't have to worry about. And I'm, we have there are tail ends you've got to figure out. Like once the, the mission ends. Well, how do you, how do you get integrated back into life without a job because you're going to be missing for 20 something years?
1: Also like your kids are going to grow up without aunts and uncles and grandparents and you know the village and w- when they come back we'll have no connection to those people as well.
0: Might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. I don't know. I don't I don't know. You know, maybe they all maybe everybody goes on the ship. Mm. Maybe it's a, maybe the village is the ship. Mm. Yeah. That's the name of the ship, the Village. <laughs> <laughs> the Not bad. The Village is where we cruise the ocean seas. Well,
1: don't bi- <laughs> have everybody drinking Kool-Aid at the end of it. We don't need to go back to America. Everybody drink this Kool-Aid.
0: <laughs> tell you, you are no longer allowed on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. After that, for us, Doctor Shana Johnson coming in, where she's going to fix one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven people's lives tonight she has them waiting outside. Will these couples survive the open and honest conversation that she will have? Only you can find out. Coming up at seven o'clock, we're down to meet you versus everybody with Christian and Chate Carmel Blake. We're here Monday through Friday forty seven. Your KBLA Talk fifteen eighty bye. KBLA fifteen eighty Santa Monica.